0: Player 2 has joined
1: the game. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 165 of the 2-Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm with your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother's Sean. How are we doing? Fantastic. 165. You know, last week I was afraid I said 163 again because I didn't change it at the top. Oh. It still said but 163, right. but I said 164. I was like, well... Luckily, I got that, that right. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, this is the first time you're seeing us. This is the two-player co-op podcast, where just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about. <laughs>
2: I didn't even mean to do that.
1: <laughs> in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you go over youtube.com slash two-player co-op. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Share the video with your friends and families. Even if you only li- listen on audio services. I was saying listen Lydia? and audio in my head at the same time. Listen on audio services around the globe or uh, multiverse.
0: We share the video with your
1: friends and family and everything else. Crept our way north of nine hundred now.
2: We're at nine hundred and five subs. Uh and just closer to that golden number. I don't know, it's like golden number. I think I meant like magic number. Yeah. Same thing. Um so really if you know anybody that might want to listen or at least just want to sub but not listen, but preferably listen, slash watch. Um, see if you can get us some subs. Uh we're really close. We really want to hit that thousand. I think we'll hit it this year regardless. I think well, yeah. But I'd rather hit it sooner rather than later so we can actually start, you know, showing up in searches
1: and yeah, make a little money here and there. That magical YouTube algorithm. Um, I love it. But speaking of money, if you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op. What? Has Aunt Sue subbed? I think she subbed a long time ago. Okay, just checking. You didn't do the hands. It's too late now. Mm. It's already it's already gone. Um, just like our producer Steve Appleton and Aunt Sue did. I'm just going to be <laughs> honest. I'm just going to call her Aunt Sue. Our aunt pledge, and I'm very proud about that. I'm not just going to call her Sue. I'm going to call her Aunt Sue. Uh, as long as our as well as our affiliates Logan Wilkinson and James Solar and our two player co op partner Matt Mitchell. Thank you guys so much. It means the world to us. I will never not. I will never stop. That was my chair. I I Promise. We got to get speaking of Patreon. Chairs. We got to get new chairs. <clears throat> Like, did you see the thing I sent you about how the chiro- chiropractor... If you don't know... Now you know. You, you can maybe... Kind they're of just see,
2: cheap. They're like folding chairs. They're like slightly padded WWE chairs.
1: This is what we're podcasting on and what we've been podcasting on for, dear God.
2: So I hope y'all like the Over show because we're now. ruining our back. We are. My,
1: my butt bone hurts. My coccyx, as it were. As it were. We need to buy new chairs. We need to also get... We've been talking about it. We, I, I, there's still shadows we're still in the shadows we're trying to fix that we keep doing different configurations with the thing i was watching some video today and it's like oh just have umbrellas and i'm like eh, we we use cheap lights you can't hook in a, a photography umbrella to these lights we have again sometime it's well now it'd be really funny to do a vlog of our setup here <laughs> Amongst all the kids. we'll we'll pick this room up sometime. That is that is a res We will do a vlog of our setup sometime. Um, just I like mean, literally, that'll, that'll be a very short but vlog. I think, but that's why I like it. Just like literally, anybody can do this, but I would like to have this room picked up a little bit because we're in the playroom recording studios now. In the, play, play, the play room. we sounded more like SDP there. Um, <laughs> It's just a mess. But anyways, what was I even talking about? Oh, yeah, the shadows. (laughs) We're going to try to get rid of the shadows. I got to figure out a way. I'm guessing
2: they bug us a lot more than they bug anybody Yeah, nobody
1: probably cares. It's just I'm so, like, audio visual file that, like, if anything's not perfect, it just bugs me. Um, If you don't like the shadows or if you like them, comment below let us know. Uh, So, yeah, if you like merch, by the way, you can go to teespring.com slash stores. By the way, there's two-player co-op.
2: Still, any unclaimed—that's not the right word—but have we sold merch that we do not know the purchaser of yet, or did we solve all the the riddles, Matthew Riddle?
1: Um, I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't because I haven't checked the site in a while. I think they owe us like seven dollars or something. <laughs> yeah, Got to cash that in so we can
2: get new chairs. Cut the check.
1: Um, yeah, but if you've bought a shirt and you haven't let us know, let us know. And if you haven't bought a shirt buy a shirt also that i'm getting blown up with fantasy football
2: why it's over
1: it's over because thomas is saying where's where's my trophy i'm saying where's my 50 by the way we hate fantasy football here oh, what
2: were your, your 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 your
1: transaction fees 24 so i think you had more than me bill I think I was at 26 i think bill was like 30 or 30 i thought for sure i would
2: have been over 30
1: I would have had another one if I, if I realized how the waivers worked that last week. We've got a thing, so fantasy football ends week 16, but then week 17, to keep everybody interested in the last week of the season, I know this is old by this point, but I forgot to talk about it last week. Uh, you, you just match up. We've got two divisions, so one plays one, two, two, three, three, you get it. Whoever has the highest margin of victory that week wins 50 bucks, and I actually won. I was shocked.
2: Well, when you play against people who have like half a lineup,
1: well, no, I played. Easy. I was the one that was missing two dudes,
2: disguised <laughs> as other
1: dudes. No, the guy I was playing had everybody. I think who was uh, I even playing? I
2: don't think so. You played uh, Keenan. Oh yeah, who didn't? He, he at least didn't start a quarterback.
1: He didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> but and that's why I said weeks, year, weeks, years ago we should change that rule. Now Terry's kind of like, well, maybe we just do like. One QB, one running back, one wide receiver, something, just some way to change it up. I'm like, yeah, but you got to like, you got to be able to edit the lineups, the, the lineup requirements, because mm-hmm. otherwise I can just flub and, yeah. you know, it's, I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> uh, also, we twitch every once in a while at twitch.tv/slash two player underscore co op. It should just be highest scoring
2: team because then you're not dependent on. But anybody that's else.
1: what I said. But then what Terry said, and I kind of get it, was that. But then teams that didn't make the playoffs, however, I just had a very good sc- – I had a good scoring week anyways, even with two people not playing. He said it puts those teams at a disadvantage. I'm like, well, kind of, but – but.
2: but then it also puts certain people at an advantage if they play people Correct. who are in that – I mean, either way, you're at a disadvantage. And like,
1: also, a lot of times, the teams that did really well in fantasy football, those players might not be playing week 17. You know right, what I mean? And if you so really want to forward, try
2: to win week 17, you got to have pick somebody week up. 17 be – no no fees no uh transaction fees or something. So you'd be yeah. like, the people out there, go ahead, try to make your best team. Like yeah. encourage people to just set their best lineup and that's what I think they should do. Maybe that's the ticket. Maybe that's say the highest scoring team, but say no transaction fees after the Super Bowl.
1: Make your best team have at it. Right and there. then it's
2: just highest scoring team.
1: Write that down. <laughs> no, I mean you get <laughs> Um so yeah, happy new year, everybody. We made it to twenty twenty. Uh, we may not make it to 2021, but we're not here to talk about World War III, WCW. Um, but we're pumped for 2020, as long as World War III does not happen. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, we re- we renewed. Uh, okay, that was Sean. Okay, we renewed our SoundCloud, so we're not going anywhere. It auto-renewed. I mean, we weren't going anywhere anyways, but I just got an email yesterday. I was like, hey, we auto-renewed your SoundCloud at the discount. And I was like, ah, crap. I forgot we did start that right at the beginning of last year. So audio podcasts will continue unabated. So will video podcasts. So will Let's Plays. And so will, for the foreseeable future, Versus. Versus is back.
2: Thank you, Aunt Sue.
1: Thank you, Aunt Sue, for getting us over the $50 mark. Our first matchup, the winner of the poll was... Castlevania 1 versus Castlevania 3. I was shocked. What did it end up? Was it pretty close? It was the pretty The three close. were always pretty close. Was they it were tiny
2: p- or no. Turtles that was
1: getting no love? Yes. That's shocking. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to find it because I want to keep this up here. But yeah, it was. Oh, I can find it on here. Um, yeah. Tur- the, the four options. I got to try to do this while I talk. The four options were Tiny Toon, Super Nintendo versus Genesis. Um, X Men Two versus X Men: The Clone Wars,
0: <clears throat>
1: Turtles in Time versus Turtles in Time Reshelled, which that was the lowest, which was actually kind of surprising. But I I I think that would be a very fun one to do. And Castlevania One versus Castlevania Three. For a while, X Men versus The Clone Wars was leading, but the votes ended up thirty seven percent for Castlevania, twenty six for X Men versus X Men Two, twenty two percent for Tiny Toons, and fifteen percent for Turtles. Four versus reshelled. So Castlevania one, we're gonna be recording that. Uh, No, 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 Siri. No, go away. No, what's happening? Gosh. Um gosh. Soon, depending on how long this podcast is, maybe tonight, but I got a feeling this is gonna be a long one. So we'll record it soon. It'll be going up before the end of the month. Um I'm very excited to bring it back. We've got a little bit of not really format changes, but just AV changes on it. Yeah, um, perfecting the formula, beautifications. We're we're getting better with OBS. We're getting better with knowing how to do stuff. Shout out to Sean for what you'll see um, with with one of the backgrounds and everything. Because I still don't know how you did that. I'm good in PowerPoint. I did the whole intro. <laughs> everything everything you see on this channel is either. And that's the other thing. This is why I re- we really should do a vlog and just talk like what we do and stuff like. We use iMovie, which costs you I think seven dollars if you on, on a Mac, not on an iPad. Mine came with it. It did? Well, I think I had already bought we had already bought it previously before we got our iMac. Okay. <clears throat> so free or seven dollars. We use GarageBand, either free or seven dollars. We use OBS, which is free. You gotta buy the equipment. You got luckily we already had a video camera to use, this lovely four K <laughs> camera that's fifteen <laughs> years old at this point. Um half a K. The we spent money on the mixer. I mean, it's it's really the equipment you got to spend money on. But if you happen to already have mics and stuff, then just go ahead and do it.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: before we get into everything else, oh, and we have an idea for a new show too. That I do want to get to. That I think we can do that once a month. And I'm gonna try to make it work. I'll just say what it is overdubs. Okay. Um, I'm excited for that. It's gonna be real. I think it's I i think I don't, you might not think so but i think it's gonna be really funny i don't want to say what it, i mean i said what it is but i'm not gonna say what it is until we get to what it, it is because this has an hdmi out so i think we can use this and that tv to have a two-screen setup so we can make it work you know what i mean i just don't know that we're I know. as uh
2: witty and clever as you might like to think we are because yeah. i'm Picturing how this goes, and I'm like, "That's gonna be it." Could tough.
1: be bad. It could be we do it. You one may time, never, this may never make the light. Day. We it might, might just, be a Patreon exclusive. Thing. We might do a dry run, and they were like, "That was bad." <laughs> but I mean, I think we should probably drink for those. oh uh, Yeah, we would have to because I'm not smart enough. Or we know.
2: just do drunk history.
1: Oh yeah, we need to do that too. Because that would work too. And that'd not be the easier. fully, not the full, not the full, <laughs> but just get my kids to act out uh, Solid uh, Snake story of all of the Metal Gear games. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun, and just make it interview style where you are just interviewing, or I'm interviewing you about Zelda or yeah. Final Fantasy or whatever. <laughs> Pick a Final Fantasy game. That'd be fun. Um, so CES is going on right now, and I was really. Hoping there was going to, I wasn't, but there were all these rumors that they were going to like show the PS5 at this thing. So here's what happened. Stop texting me. I got to put that on mute. Uh, First, they came out and they talked about the PlayStation, the, the leaps between the generations. Then they talked about some numbers. The PS4 has now sold 106 million units. So that's up about. Five and a half million since they broke, obviously, one (laughs) hundred. Probably right around (laughs) six million since they broke 100. But they were a little bit over it, I think. Um, 1.15 billion PlayStation 4 games have been sold. So that's an attach rate of 10 per system.
2: That's impressive. It
1: is, because last time, when Nintendo last put out their numbers, they were right around a seven, I think. Seven games per system.
2: I have now, well... Probably third. My PS4 now is probably third place in terms of my own personal attach rate. And for a while, I just never had that many games. And then it just seems, basically since we started doing the podcast, and it's I still don't like, play a fraction of what some people if play. You go, but like, when I was looking at my
1: games, all of a sudden I'm like, holy crap, I've accumulated a lot of PS4 games over the years. You need to look in, my, in, in our <laughs> closet down there where I've got all my physical games lined up. And we did it a while ago where we went through all the games we,
2: we have either digitally. Now, do you think we had more... I think we've talked about this. Do we have more Genesis games than we ever had Nintendo games? I think we did. Yeah, I think so. I'm almost wondering if I have more PS4 games than we ever had Nintendo games. Because when I think back, I don't know that we had that many Nintendo games.
1: I have 42 physical PlayStation games.
2: Do you really? Mm-hmm. See, I don't. I don't have that. I either. have a total. But I better have
1: 25 or 30. Counting oh, I hope I updated this number. I feel like I didn't update it. No, I did with those two. Uh physical and and this doesn't count PS plus. This just count games that either I've I've gotten as a gift or actually purchased, including the games my kids have on it. 92 total games. So I'm gonna hit a hundred this year. Holy crap. Yeah. So you're welcome, PlayStation. I'm helping out that attach rate. Uh what else? Five million PSVR units have now been sold. I think last time they said it was four million, so that's cool. They have 103 million monthly active users. That would make sense because there's 106 million out there. So there's 3 million that are just collecting dust, I guess. And there's 38.8 million PS Plus subscribers. Great. They also review, they revealed the logo for That's PS... That's actually really impressive.
2: Yeah. 103 out of 106. Because I don't know how they're measuring that, but you got to figure some of the people that bought those 106 million <clears throat> PlayStations have probably bought two traded them in yeah because yeah so i don't know if those count if i buy a playstation and i trade it into gamestop and get my two dollars
1: and then you go in and buy that that doesn't it doesn't count for me because it's just selling them new okay. but it still counts that you bought two you didn't lose one and then so i traded that in and bought a pro correct so i think that's why it stays but so
2: now high. you now we're both active user well but see that's one to one well
1: Either way, but someone's still using yours, yeah. so now there's two. Because the one you sold to GameStop, somebody's logged on to PS Network. There's probably been maybe 20 million that have been traded in. Yeah. That's probably a high number. I don't. I'm just making that up. But uh, Jim Ryan also revealed the logo for PS5, and it's that shocking. It's exactly. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. Pu- I'm not even gonna insert it here because it's the PS font, and it, there's a five after it. Uh, then they said the PlayStation 5 features. For the hardware are 3D audio sound, haptics, and adaptive triggers, ultra high-speed SSD, hardware-based ray tracing, and ultra HD Blu-ray. All the things that we already knew. And then, Jim Ryan says, we'll have more to share in the coming months. So, they announced
0: nothing. nothing. They announced the logo. uh, Absolutely.
1: Then everybody knew was going to be the logo. Because they haven't changed the... Well, they changed it because PS3, it started out... They haven't changed it since the PS3 Slim that's when they started using that font. Because remember when the PlayStation 3 came out, it was the Spider-Man font. Oh, that's right. The Sony Spider-Man font. The font font. That's true. I forgot about that. Yep. Um, I got a lot of just random stuff here. I did a beer taste test this Saturday when I was over at Terry's house.
0: Mm.
1: Of? Terry texted me Saturday. He's like, hey, would you be up for doing a light... Beer blind taste test and I was like I mean I think they all taste like piss.
2: We're talking like Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light.
1: We are talking Bud Light, Miller Light, Bush, Light. Mick Ultra, Natty, Coors Light. Bush Light Beast. No, just Bush. No.
2: Oh. So wait, say it what are what are they again?
1: Bud Light, Miller Light, Bush, Mick Ultra, Natty Light, Coors Light beast by the end of this and the first round you you rank them yes can i guess what number one was wait let me i did so we did two rounds one the first round you try to guess what each beer was i got two out of seven right i got beast and Coors. i got bush mixed up with miller natty with ultra miller light with bud light because i mean that's the same thing Mick Ultra with Bush. That's weird. And then Bud Light. I thought it was Bud Light. It was actually Natty Light. Um, there was four of us there. The first place guy got three right. So I was second place picking crappy beers. What do you think? So I what ranked? was the second round? Just rank that's them? when it was in different beers in the cups and everything. And then you rank them what beers you thought were one through seven bet one best seven worst. And then Sarah said what each one was. So what do you think my number one was? I'm gonna say I never have enough water. We need to install a, like a water thing right here. <clears throat> I'm gonna
2: say you thought Beast was number one.
1: No, no. Bush.
2: No. Oh,
0: see.
1: Do you, you want to know what my number seven was? Which I thought was gonna be my number one. Coors Light.
2: That was number seven. When I think I of don't Coors, mind Coors Light. That's what I'm it's saying. So,
1: it's just water. Yeah. It's like refreshing, and if it's, it's like thirty-two and a half degrees, it's like okay, I can at least deal with this. Yeah. Number six was Miller Lite. I thought those would have been my top two. There was a period where I drank Miller Lite in oh, college. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I don't know why. Now I think it's terrible. Like yeah. I'd rather drink Bud Light. Number five was Bud Light, okay, which I've never liked because it always gives me headaches. If I have like one, I get a headache. Number four was Mick Ultra. So now you see what my top three are. Beast was three, Bush was two, and Natty Light I ranked number one on a blind Natty taste test. And I'm like, Tice, Tice, I don't know what I said. <laughs> On a blind. Oh, I thought that was going to fly <laughs> the camera. It just flopped. No, freaking Natty Light was my number one. That's hilarious. It's gross. Like, I don't even, I don't, the only time I would have had Natty Light in college would have been frat parties, I guess. But even yeah. then, it seems like it was usually Keystone, which I didn't mind. That's just, that's just Coors Light. It, it literally is Coors Light. It's like, well, this can got dented or there like something was, <laughs> it's a defect. It's defect Coors Light is what it is. But yeah, so I rank freaking Natty Light number one. Have you ever had,
2: it's almost impossible to find, Keystone Premium? I think it's called. Mm-mm. So there's Keystone Light, which is blue, Keystone Ice, which is black. There's, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Okay. I think there's Keystone. The Keystone. The Keystone. And I think there's Keystone Premium. I think these are two different things. I think they're both red. It's possible that this is only one beer, and I'm getting them confused, but I think there's a Keystone, which is red, and then a Keystone Premium, which is more like maroon, like a I dark red. I do kind
1: of remember a red.
2: And if Keystone Premium is a thing, and if it's not, then I'm just talking regular
1: Keystone, it's not bad. I the liked it back in the day. last time I had it, anyway. I mean, the last time I had it was college, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because I don't think you can even get it down here. I
2: haven't. I don't know when the last time. Yeah, probably when I was in Connecticut was the last time I actually saw it yeah.
1: somewhere. It would have been funny if we would have put Lebat as one of these eight. I hope I would rank that number one. So we're going on our cruise
2: in February, right? right? The Seam Practical Jokers cruise. We uh, Brittany, I think, posted on like a Facebook group for it or whatever because they were one of the guys he like brews his own beer I think and he's doing a beer a taste testing thing on the cruise so we signed up for that. He's also hosting flip cup tournament. Oh god. 6 on 6. Just Brittany, make sure she takes video. Brittany like posted on the group. She's like me and my husband want to do this. It's only two of us. Are there a couple more couples that want to play and a couple more. I was like, yeah, let's do it whatever. I'm so looking forward to this. It's been so, like, I don't even drink beer that much anymore, but it's been so long since I've just played Flip Cup or Beer Pong or just, like, gone back to, like, the college the day. days. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it's probably been since you did that thousand.
2: I've played since then. Oh, at some of, like, Britney's work friends parties, we've played some Beer Pong and some Flip Cup, but it's, they're few and far between. Since I've moved here, which was four and a half years ago. I bet I've played a combined eight
1: games, maybe, of like beer I've pong and flip cup. Maybe one. yeah, And not in that time. Like, you know, I've never played flip cup. I was
2: always just beer pong. Really? Yeah. I think at one of your pool, maybe Probably. like in Memorial Day when it's still kind of too cold to be swimming. <laughs> like, whatever. I think we need to make this happen and we need to get Poppy to play. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think he'll drink the beer, but whatever. Who okay, cares? I don't care. Yeah, I just want him to drink. I'll give him his fruity tea. raspberry. Yes, vodka, raspberry vodka sprite. with sprite, and he can just hold it and just do the. <laughs> he can flip it with one hand and see what happens.
0: <laughs> oh
1: gosh. A couple more items here. Uh, I just want to give a note on this. A while ago, we did our "What We Want from Next Gen" podcast. I don't remember if that was a bonus or not. I think that was a regular podcast. I think it was before we did Patreon. But anyways, I was saying I was going to put on this list full mouse and keyboard support but then I looked up and you can use mouse and keyboard so I'm not going to put that on my list it's back on the list because now I know you just made the list it did just make the list because you can't do it so Noah wanted a mouse and keyboard because he wants to wreck fools in overwatch more than he already does yes so I got him it and then we plug it in and it's like you can move the menus and stuff but you can't play and I'm researching researching and I was like oh yeah it's mouse it's keyboard compatible for like going like the the Windows button takes you to the Xbox menu thing. And you can like chat and stuff probably. That's it. And I was like, I wish I would have researched this because then I could have talked him out of it. But then I found uh, there is a way to do it. You have to get an adapter. And it's probably like illegal. Like if somebody reported you and they found out you were doing it, they'd be like whatever. But it's not like Noah's like getting, you know, 40 to 0 KD ratio or something. You should
2: just have Noah start streaming on Overwatch and stuff. Yeah, just yeah. set two-player co-op on the Xbox. Let him just go on and stream and just...
1: That's actually... Yeah. Is that child exploitation? I don't think so. It's not exploitation. It's, like, it's just child... I pay him. Yeah, he gets an allowance. <laughs> um, he does, actually, no, he doesn't. It's been a while. It's been a while. So what you got to do is you get this adapter that... It plugs into the USB port on the Xbox or the PlayStation or the switch, apparently, I guess you plug one of your controllers into set adapter. Then you plug your mouse and your keyboard into set adapter. And basically it takes the, it, it like, it's like the controller goes into the adapter. It feeds it through the mouse and keyboard. This thing goes and it makes it. So basically the mouse is the right stick. And then it maps the buttons to the keyboard. And then it goes into the Xbox. Hmm. So now I'm putting that back on the list, and I think that will be there. I would assume it would be there on both full mouse and keyboard support. I still say the same thing they need to do is they need to uh, – it didn't work. Okay. But still, like if I'm playing Call of Duty, you gotta, you can't be putting mouse and keyboard players in the lobbies. Okay. I was going to say, I you think gotta, that's the
2: exact reason why they have it the way it is right now. So I don't know that they've changed well, that so unless, like, yeah, they do matchmaking based yeah. on
1: – And they do that like on PC. You can set your settings. So like if you're playing on PC, you can either do a DualShock, Xbox controller, mouse keyboard, whatever. And you can set your settings in most games, like I don't care who you match me up with or keep it the same input type, you know? Right. I don't think you can set your settings, like I'm using mouse and keyboard, I only want to play against people with controllers, because that's <laughs> that's not really fair, but just an update on that, I was wrong. It, it took a pain, it was a big pain in the took us to get it working. Uh, Uncharted lost another director, it's six total, the, the movie, because of complications with the new Spider-Man movie. Just stop. Just stop. I mean,
2: it's never, it's not going to
1: happen. But I don't even want to hear about it anymore. I just want them to say, Uncharted's canceled. I want to hear that so I don't have to hear about this anymore. Just period. Like, at least Metal Gear, at least all they've got supposedly is a director. There's no script. There's no star. Well, there's a script. He turned it in. Well, I'm not going to hold my breath. There's no stars. There's no one attack. Like, it's just a dream at this point. Uncharted, they've cast Drake. They've supposedly cast Wahlberg as Sully, which I absolutely hate. They've had six directors. It's like, just <coughs> stop. Stop. Yeah. Uh, the final There's a Final Fantasy remake demo coming, apparently. Did you see all this stuff? I've seen some stuff about it. It leaked on the internet that someone got access to it somehow, and they data-mined a bunch of stuff from the demo that shows stuff not like shows but they were able to determine stuff for the full game from the demo that they data mined and it's like extra bosses and cool everything sounds great i didn't go too much into it because i don't want to know any spoilers but it seems like it's about an hour long you do the first bombing run that's and that's as far as i got when i played it so that's kind of cool well i got through that and then i got on the is the train after that yeah i bet i bet that's where i bet it ends with the cloud jumping, jumping yeah. onto the train, probably that'd be, a good, that'd be a good way to do it. But I'm looking forward. I hope it. I would like to at least try it before it comes out, just so I can be like, "What the heck is this new battle system?" I almost want to play it for like five minutes
2: just to see the battle system. I want to see as little as possible, right. but I want some kind of assurance or something that, like, does this new battle going system going work? Like
0: yeah. yeah.
1: So look forward to that. It's got to be coming soon. I mean, the game. Oh my god, the game's out in two months, less than. Wow. What? What's that? Oh, I thought I. All, I closed my eyes and I saw you go boom. I was like, <laughs> "What are you pointing at?" Uh, one other thing I want to do. Uh, the homie James Solar is replaying Arkham Knight, and I said I cannot wait to get your thoughts on this, and he tweeted as such. I got a lot of con- feeling, conflicting feelings right now. The side quests and night are perfectly folded in the story. Each one feels significant and meaningful. It's something that Arkham Knight does better than any of the other Arkham games. However, I agree that they overdid the Batmobile sections. Thank you. But, capital letters, if the final fight with Arkham Knight was hand to hand, I don't think I would have any issues. The optional tank missions and other non-essential Batmobile stuff doesn't bother me. My ranking for the series in this playthrough, City, Knight... Origins Asylum. My ranking is still City Asylum, Origins Night. My thing is, I agree. I'd, you
2: like Asylum better than orange, oranges, <laughs>
1: Oranges. <laughs> Origins. Arkham Oranges. I do, but it's so, it's really, really close. It's really close. Yeah. Um, I like the story better in Origins. In Oranges. <laughs> That's going to be the new one. Batman Orange. <laughs> Batman Arkham Oranges. Starring... Guillermo. Guillermo. <laughs> um yeah you didn't get like like I've told you before you just like you just stalk your way to the Arkham Knight and you just get to the gargoyle he's on three times and then you beat him and then you fight him in the subway and then you fight Deathstroke in a tank it's just like so I don't know I was hoping he was going to come more to my side but he didn't there's still time left he just started playing it today I don't know how far he got in that he's like already forming these opinions yeah let us know Solar. You have anything you want to talk about? That was a lot that I was talking about. Uh, I
2: mean, that was kind of a, a dialogue. Um, no, I don't think so. Sean, yeah, <clears throat> what have you been playing this week? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Octopath. Okay. Um, this is a we. This is this game in every way possible it is like the antithesis <coughs> or the antipode uh, of Death Stranding. Like I kind of touched on this before about how easy it is to just pick up, pick up, boom, play, you're, you're in going. it, yeah. go, be done, whatever. Versus Death Stranding, like I feel like it would take Process, Yeah, Death Stranding, I don't really care too much about the gameplay. I want to know the story. This you couldn't care. I keep just skipping all the cutscenes for yeah. the stories. I'm like, let me just play. Like, I'm having fun playing the yeah. game. There's too much story. I have not seen. I'm working my way through everyone's chapter twos. I think there's a chapter three. I can't imagine they go. I don't, <laughs> I don't think there will ten. be a chapter four. I'm guessing there's like a three for everybody. Maybe that's it. Unless I've missed something in the cutscenes, I have not seen how there's, like, one central big bad in this game. Like, I don't... Nobody's stories seem to be weaving together yet. Maybe they will. Um, But it's just a lot of fun. I'm just having fun playing this game. Yeah. So, you knocked it out of the park. It's not like I was thinking I wouldn't like it. It It's just one of those, like, you just gotta pull the trigger on it. And once I got it, Bruce, um, it was like... Okay, well, good. Now I'm going to play this game, and I'm going to enjoy it, and I think I probably like it even better than I thought I would. Yeah. Even the parts where I was doing Therion, I think his name is, the thief, his makes chapter two, and I got to the boss, and I just got smoked. I'm like, well, time to go grind, and I just started exploring mm. and found some caves where I got some cool <clears throat> weapons, and... Found some new towns where I was able to buy some new stuff and kept you know, winning battles and upgrading my skills and did, 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 did and all these things and like it's just so much fun to do. I haven't gone back and beaten his yet, but I've beat a few other chapter twos. I think I could probably beat his now, but I'm enjoying the crap out of this game. Sweet. But that's all I've really been playing.
1: I thought you would like it. I was still <coughs> worried kinda of like you were about there's just there's eight characters and how is it all gonna work together and yada yada yada. Yeah. The only thing I really played this week, I finally jumped into Concrete Genie. I probably only played two hours. Um, It's cool. Like, I didn't even know what to expect when I got it. I knew it was just about, like, graffiti and painting and the stuff comes alive. And it's pretty much what it is. What it is is, and it's really, it's got a really sad opening because this kid is just there. He's, like, in this town called Denska, I think it's called. And it's overrun by this darkness, like, these vines that are just like sucking the life out of the city and everything and he's getting bullied and he's starting there and he's got his he's got his notebook and he's drawing and these like six bullies come up and they they get his notebook and they tear it up and they throw his pages everywhere that's you collect the pages obviously throughout the game um but it's just really sad i was like oh now i see why this was nominated for games for impact i was like i can i can see where this is going um but basically what you do is the painting, you can either do, I've actually been doing motion for it, um, instead of, you can also use the right stick, I guess, but it told me to use motion, so that's just what I've been doing. But you go a little bit, you go up to this lighthouse and everything, and then you you um, you find one of your pages, and then I think what happens is one of your, um. or no, that's where it gives you the tutorial about how to draw, or paint, on the wall. And one of your drawings comes to life, and he's like, Luna, holy cow! it's this big happy ghost and then he kind of talks like (laughs) (laughs) and he's like i didn't think you'd talk like that and you go from there so basically the the point of the game i'm through the first two sections of it what you do is you're trying to get rid of this darkness and everything there's no combat in the game but these bullies are always around so you've got to avoid them because what you're trying to do is there's these you'll see these light bulbs up on buildings and if you paint the wall that they're on the light bulbs come on and if you bring all the lights on you can drive the darkness away then you can progress to the next area of the city and on and on and on and on um but these bullies are always there if they see you it's you you um if they see you 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 can see them on the map when you get close they've got like yellow arrows or white arrows if you're in danger then they turn to yellow Uh, if you're in danger of being seen then they start filling up with red if they fill up with red they're like he's over here get him I've been caught a few times because I kept like pushing buttons. I was like, "Can I fight these guys? Can I just like punch them in the face, or can I hit them with my giant paintbrush or something?" And no, you can't. But if you run away, if you get away from them, they'll be like, "Oh man, we lost him, whatever." But if they catch you, the first time they caught me, they threw me in a dumpster. And you just respawn back out of it. There's somewhere else and you just kinda of start over from the last checkpoint or whatever. Another time they caught me, I guess there was no dumpster nearby. So then they're like, Yeah, screw you, dude. We're gonna make you go on a fetch quest or something like that. And they take your paintbrush and they put it on top of this building, like in the city. And there's a marker on the map, but then you gotta go around, you gotta make sure they don't see you. Go back there, get your paintbrush so you can go back to painting and bring in your, your stuff to life and everything. Um I like it so far. So I don't, like Open world? Open-ish. Open yeah. areas, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Because you're gonna you're locked into one area, and once you light up everything, then something happens that lets you open the door or burn down a, a wall with one of your monsters or something that lets you progress to the next area, and then you go from there. Hmm. If it's only like a six to eight hour game, I'm probably two hours in and a quarter way done with it, so that makes sense. And now that I actually know what I'm doing... I can probably progress, progress quicker. Um, it's supposed to be a relatively easy Platinum too, so this will probably be Platinum number 33 for me. I'm going to beat it, uh, hopefully in this next week or so. Um, but yeah I, really, yeah, I really like it. It's a cool little game, um, and I'm glad I played it. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. So, let me get some more. Ah, AMSR, ASMR, what is it?
2: ASMR,
1: audio sensory.
2: Machiavellian response. <laughs>
1: responses. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell by the title, eventually we will get to our top ten games of the year. Holy cow! Um we, There is a little bit of news this week, so we're just going to fly through these things. Um But there was a leak that Eurogamer corroborated that apparently the the specs for the PS5 and the Xbox or Xbox Series X. I'm going to miss saying Xbox. I just realized that. Um they leaked and it looks like the Series X actually is more powerful. And normally I would be like whatever, but the fact that Eurogamer actually reported on this makes me kind of think, well, this seems like it's actually legit cuz Eurogamer is legit. Yeah. But this actually comes from Tweakdown cuz they just summarized it up really quickly for me and that's a funny website name. And whenever I can include websites with funny names, I like to do that. New reports show a clear discrepancy between next-gen console power. The leaks, which are based on DevKit hardware, say the series exits at 12 teraflops, clocked at 1.7 gigahertz frequency with a whopping 56 Navi compute units from AMD's new RDNA 2.0 architecture. The PS5 conversely clocks in at 9.2 teraflops with only 36 compute units, the same as the PS4 Pro, at a two gigahertz clock speed. With these numbers, the Xbox Series X's GPU sports 33% more teraflop performance and 55% more compute units. That's a sizable lead that should come with an equally sizable price tag. So at first glance reading that, I'm like, oh, I don't want to have the inferior console. And this could still not be true, but whatever. However, if you compare the 9.2 teraflops, the PS1 is running 1.84 teraflops and the PS4 Pro 4.19. Did you say the
2: PS1? Probably
1: (laughs) the PlayStation four is 1.84 teraflops and the PS4 pro is 4.19. So it's more than twice as powerful as the PS4 pro and over four times as powerful. Yeah. Over four times as powerful as the PS4. My PS4 still looks amazing for the most part. It runs great. It can be a little bit loud sometimes, but like for me and you going from a base PS4 to a PS5, it's going to be like, holy crap, all this power. Right. There's also, they, they speculate in this article also that they think that if these if these specs are right, that yes, the Series X is more powerful. They think they're also, the, the the Series S or whatever they'll call it, will probably be less powerful and that might come in at $400, but they think the Series X will be 500 or more. That it's going to be like the Xbox One X of next gen. I'm thinking... Uh,
2: I don't know. I don't know how many they sell if they do this, but it almost seems like the series S or whatever it's going to be should be like 400, right? PS5 probably 500 and the X should be 600.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not hoping that it I don't think it's going to be 400 like they were speculating. I, I don't see how this thing If four, the PS5 comes out and it's only 400, I'll,
2: I I probably would just get a day one Regardless of what games are, I'd be like screw. I am yeah. If it's five hundred, be like, man, eh, show me the games first. But well, that's I'm why, expecting that's why I'm 500. saving up now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm expecting five hundred. I don't know. I mean, it, the PS4 Pro is still retail four hundred dollars. Is it really? Usually, you can find it like on Amazon. I usually, it just keeps popping up on Instagram. I'm like, I'm not buying one. I'm less than a year away from a five. I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's usually like around three twenty nine, three forty okay. on Amazon. But still, you're talking about something that's more than twice as powerful, and I'm not going to get into the, the, the RAM and everything because I don't understand that as much. But essentially, twice twice as powerful for the same price? There's no way. It's going to be
2: $500. Yeah.
1: But I'm glad we're getting to this time. It's very exciting. It sure is. Oh, what's also exciting is that Vince Zampella is leaving Respawn to take over Dice LA. This comes from Engadget. Not really a funny name, but it's a good website. DICE, the Swedish studio known for the Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, and Star Wars Battlefront game series, will be getting some impressive talent to start its new L.A.-based office. Vince Zampella, the co-founder of renowned studio Respawn Entertainment, will be heading the new DICE L.A. studio. As reported in a profile of Zampella by the L.A. Times, the new studio will operate independently from DICE in Stockholm, and it will be working on an original and as-yet-unrevealed game. Well, of course, they just... They haven't done anything <laughs> yet. They also may be rebranded with its own name to emphasize its independence. This doesn't mean that Zampella will be leaving Respawn, so never mind what I just said. However, with both studios owned by EA, he will continue to work at Respawn and oversee DICE LA as well. Respawn is known for the Titanfall series, which has a new entry currently in development, as well as the free-to-play Apex Legends. It also develops Star Wars, Jedi, Jedi Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, and is working on the latest installment in the Medal of Honor franchise, Above and Beyond. I didn't remember there was a Medal of Honor game coming out. What?
0: <laughs> what did I say?
2: Last
1: week or maybe the week before.
2: It was whenever, probably last week. Uh, no, probably, I think it was two weeks ago. Or maybe it was last. I don't know. Whenever we did our looking ahead to 2020, and we did like month by month. Yeah. I was looking at your iPad, and it's like, there's a new Medal of Honor game coming out? And yeah, you I'm said thinking. something like, yeah, but Oh, not that was the really. Patreon episode, yeah. Maybe, yeah. But you
1: were like, you said something, yeah, but not really. Or something like that. You're I think kinda- I thought that's right. Now, I think I thought it was like a mobile game or, or like a free-to-play game or something. Like yeah. That. And maybe it still is. I don't know. Um, but this is what Ryan McCaffrey tweeted about this. Good. Give Vince control over more things at EA and stay the hell out of his way. His track record, Metal Honor 1, Call of Duty 1, 2, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Titanfall 1 and 2, Apex Legends, Jedi Fallen Order, suggests he should be overseeing as much non-sports stuff as possible at EA. That's a hell of a resume. It is. Any thoughts you want to add? I don't know.
2: I hope whatever uh, this... Where is it? I hope this uh, original and as yet unrevealed game is not just going to turn out to be a first-person
1: shooter. I don't think it will. I think that's why. The, I, I, what I'm hoping is they're like Fallen Order was awesome.
2: Or if it is, at least make it a single-player focused.
1: Right. Like. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, that's true. I mean, well, DICE Dice, and Respawn, they're both known for their first-person shooter, so I don't know. Yeah. I just want Fallen Order 2, and I want it to be really, really good. Uh, we're not going to do a wrap-up this week because it's top 10 podcast. We're going to run through these wrap-up items really quick. The PS Plus games were announced for January, and they are Na- the Nathan Drake Collection and Goat Simulator. I don't remember what Xbox had last week, but it wasn't very impressive either. So what is Nathan Drake Collection or whatever? Nathan well, Drake Collection. One, two, and three. That's what I let you borrow. That's how you played two. Okay. And then you never played three. So now you should just, I mean, I just well add it to your library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Goat Simulator is stupid fun. Oh, I never went back to Goose Game. I keep seeing I it when I turn on my PS4, and I'm like, it wasn't as good as I thought. And I'm not going to get the platinum. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, also, GTA 5 is now on Xbox Game Pass console version. <sighs> That's crazy. But again, like, if you've got an Xbox, why don't you have it already? Right. right. Who, yeah. Who is Kadim Gassi? <laughs> All right. And now it is time for the main event our top 10 games of two thousand and nineteen uh i did have a couple things i just wanted to I, i got a few honorable mentions did you have any most disappointing game this year
2: um i mean i didn't come up for me it's probably death stranding i'm just kidding um no i didn't I I've, had trouble coming up with ten. I'm like, what did I? I bet as we're going through this, I'm going to be like, oh my god, I forgot such and such. Okay. But I, I had trouble not. coming up with ten
1: games. I hope not. Um, my most disappointing. I only played the demo, and you're going to be like, oh yeah, that Cadence a high roll. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, but but I, I didn't have very high. I didn't. I wasn't expecting right. much out of it. I it did just because terrible. everybody was like,
1: "Crypt of the Necro Dancer is awesome. You got to play it." And then I played this, and I was like, "Nope." This is not fun, and yeah. I'm just going to delete it. Yeah. Uh, I did want to give out a shout-out to the Messenger. It came out on PS4 this year. We put it in our rankings last year. I just wanted to shout that out because it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention, these didn't make my list. Concrete Genie, if I played a little bit more, it might creep into that top ten, but as it sits now, it's an honorable mention. King of Cards, oh, you never played that? Mm-hmm. King of Cards is fun, but I never beat it, so... I don't know how I could really put it in my top 10 if it didn't compel me to beat it. Blazing Chrome was fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. That's one of those, like I'd rather just play through it with Sean. Um, and I don't know if that has online multiplayer. Oh, we've only got one copy anyway. Never mind. Um, and I really want to give a shout out to Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Five hours in, I'm never going to go back and play that game. At this point, I'm going to stop telling you to buy it. You could just have mine. Because I'm literally, unless the boy, the boys played it for a little bit, but now Nick's loving Pokemon Sword. Um, Noah's playing a little bit of Jedi. He's just all about uh, Overwatch now. He barely even plays Fortnite anymore. Yeah, um, I noticed. Which is just weird. Um, but yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Do you have any? Oh, well, you didn't even, you barely get. The only uh,
2: thing I really have to say before we get into it Is I, and I'm not being stupid, I didn't include Death Stranding. I could have just put it on there at like 10 just because, but then I'm like, I feel like I'm doing it more of a disservice by putting it at 10. Than just leaving it off. Because I have not really... It's TBD, I have basically. formed an opinion, but it's not a... It's, but you're like three, yeah, four hours in. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know enough about it yet to... That's kind of what I figured. So, I just didn't even include it. Um, yeah. I did notice it's possible I'm forgetting about games or I'm like, oh, I didn't even think to count that or whatever. Maybe there'll be some things, but... I struggle to come up with 10 games. Now, I don't know if, you know, first year as a dad that maybe I really just didn't play many games this year. Yeah. Like, I haven't played King King of Cards. I haven't played Blazing Chrome. Even though I was looking forward to that game, I pretty much totally forgot You still got that. a Steam code if you want to play
1: it. That's <laughs> true.
2: So, I don't know. I'll be interested to see if there's something that maybe just slipped <laughs> my mind. But
1: Everything I have on my list, you know about. Yeah. For sure. Um, and one game that's on my list that's not on yours, so I'll be interested to see what's on yours that's not on mine. Yeah. Well, there's some...
2: My bottom four games... Here's what I'll say. My bottom four games, they're almost on there just by default. <laughs> right. Like, they're not even... I di- they're, they're fine. Um, my top four games, Was I struggle? could make and i mean honestly almost the top 6 games i could find a way to make an argument that maybe it could be my game of the year my top easily the five, top 4 yeah and maybe even 5 and 6 and then 7 through 10 it a, it drops off well kick us off what was your number 10 my number 10 which shows you just how few games i played this year dr mario world was also my number 10. I enjoyed that game way more than I thought I would. Um, I bet I probably played it more than some of these other games. Oh, Oh, I wish it tracked my time. Easily more than two of them. Um, I feel like it just kind of gets maybe knocked down a peg or two just because it's mobile. Yeah. But I put many hours into this game. When I first played it, I'm like, I don't... What, you just got to line up the color? Like, this is boring. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, okay. Now, granted, I haven't played it in several months now. There's probably, like, several new worlds that I haven't even played yet. But this has been, by far, in my opinion, Nintendo's best mobile game. Mario Kart was kind of fun, but I just lost interest. Mario Run, every so often, I'll pick it up and, like, play a level. But it's just whatever. Um, I never ended up buying that. I hope... 2020, we do get like a Zelda Nintendo, mobile game. I'm curious to see what they do with it. It's obviously not going to be Zelda. I'm trying to think of a way they could turn
1: that into like a mobile game. Again, what I think they should do, they won't. I think they should copy the gameplay style of Severed. Maybe Uh, not first person, maybe behind Link. Yeah, but... You've just got, and maybe you've got a, a Moblin here, an here and Octorok here. Because like they face have and attack confirmed and, that this is in development, right? Or is it I confirmed? think at some point they did. I yeah. thought they did. They yeah. said, yeah, at some point they definitely said they were working on a Zelda mobile game. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be
2: curious to see. But yeah, number 10 is uh, Dr. Mario World. Yeah, it doesn't track your time.
1: It was also, like I said, my number 10. I mean, flat out, I don't just think it's the best... You won't agree with this because you played a lot more mobile games than I did back in the day. Well, you might. I don't know. It's not just Nintendo's best mobile game. This is the best mobile game I've ever played. Or my you favorite. like it better than Sin like SimCity yeah.
2: and Jurassic Park? Now
1: I loved I loved those, but it get, it gets to the point where so I got on this. I got to level two forty five, and it did kind of peter out because it just got to the end where it's like everything's frozen and there's fans and if you blow something up next to a fan it shoots a ice ball at something else and freezes that yes, it's yeah, just I like even played those levels and yet. and like they're 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 set up so that like it they they kind of go like three deep diagonally like this and there's nothing under them and then it goes diagonally this way so you got to like kind of build over to knock this out but when you're building over Everything's like attached to a fan, and it's just like I, I cannot figure this out. I was about to go to the part where let me see if I can pull it up just so you can see it. I, I don't was,
2: know what made me just think of this, but I have a fear not fear, whatever, but like I
0: feel like I 250.
2: I may have an idea of what they may do with a Zelda game, okay, and I don't like it. I'll be very disappointed if it's this. I'm almost wondering if they if it's almost like a crossbow training kind of game. Where it's like purely bow and arrow. Like, rail remember Metal Gear Solid like,
1: Arcade or whatever it was called? Metal Gear Solid Touch. Remember that? That looked like Metal Gear Solid 4 graphics.
2: Oh. And it was just uh, like a third person shoot that. them up. Yeah. Look at this.
1: See all those fans?
2: Oh, I definitely haven't seen those. It's crazy.
1: So whenever you blow something up that's next to those fans, it's going to free somebody else. And it's a full ice block. Not like a half. So you got to block. You got to break them twice just to get to the virus. I probably tried this level. 50 times and couldn't and I just no, said that looks terrible I said no you know what I, I had a lot of fun with that done. <laughs> my number 10 game of the year Dr. Mario World Sean
2: what's your number 9 uh, my number 9 hmm, do I want to say this is 9
1: I'm looking at 8 and 9 now I'm wondering if I flip them I'm almost thinking about flipping my 4 and 5 now when I'm looking at them
2: um, whatever I'll just go with what I've got number 9 I've got now I'm going to flip it. Number nine, a game I don't even own, a game I've played for about 10 minutes, Ring Fit.
1: Oh, never
0: mind. <laughs> I
2: didn't even think about because
1: I've got- I.
2: Yeah. Because, and that's more out of potential than anything. Yeah. Because that was a lot of fun. Brittany's even talking about maybe wanting to get it. It's such She's a good idea. She's talking about it more from like the quote unquote like the exercise. Yeah. At, yeah, the fitness aspect. You're like, it. no, this is just I'm fun. more just, I think it's a fun game. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Now, granted, after about twenty minutes, I'm like, nope, I'm I'm done. done. I'm tapping out. Whatever. I need to add that to my.
1: I need to add that to my honorable mention posthumously. Not (laughs) posthumous. Not dead. (laughs)
2: Seeing some of the the actual mini games, yeah, right. Like those looked fun, and even well, yeah, I did try the parachute one, but like that looks fun to me. Yeah. So the little bit I played, I had fun. I think there's a lot of potential. We may get it just because. yeah, ring fit number nine.
1: I, I like that. I own it, and I forgot about <laughs> it. It wouldn't be in my top ten, but it would make my honorable mentions because it does. The, the potential is there. I'm gonna get in shape this year. I'm drinking less. Shout out to water. You wouldn't know that if you watched last week, but that was still last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't it? wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't? Yeah, I oh, guess it was. No, what guess it was. It? Yeah, it was last year.
2: It's last. It was a week. decade.
1: Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight cannot be 2020 now. <laughs> Hindsight is now 2019.
2: Is that what your tweet was? Uh, I said next year, hindsight will truly be 2020.
1: Okay. All I know is I was like, he finally tweeted it. Like I'm going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I was so tired that night. All
2: right. I wonder if I know what your number nine is. Then
1: you probably preemptive. You probably do. Although I think you played it more for ten more than ten minutes. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. Um, this. Oh. Okay, we're going to have the same number eight. That's my <laughs> prediction. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I know Sean didn't really take to it as much as I did. I just, I really liked it. Um, I loved the campaign. I think they did a good job making it grounded, making it feel weighty and like what you were doing mattered. And it was it was just a great story. Um, absolute, again, I'm just running on a regular PS4. Freaking breathtakingly beautiful that game is. Like, oh, it, yeah. it is just jaw-droppingly great. Like, I can't imagine playing that on a PC with max settings, like, what it would look like. um, Absolutely beautiful. The controls in Call of Duty games are always great. I love the, the like I said, I love the story. The little bit I played of the multiplayer, I did like. I ranked up to, like, seven whatever. That was a bad stream. Um because these maps and what a lot of people have complained about with the multiplayer is a lot of these maps are very campy and I'm like, Oh the hell <laughs> yeah, right they are. Yeah. So the way I could play multiplayer Call of Duty. Um, but I just liked it. It's probably the most it's well, no, it's definitely the most I've liked a call of duty game since black ops one. I think black ops one is still definitely my favorite campaign. Um, but I think I liked it. Well, oh, which came out first. Yeah, Black Ops One came out after Modern Warfare Two. That went two thousand nine, two thousand ten, um, I think. And just uh, two player co slash you're wrong. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just had a lot of fun with it. It's it wasn't. It's just like a solid like eight. You know, it's a solid fun Call of Duty game. Yeah, I spent sixty bucks for a six hour game. I, you know, if I ever get it back from you, maybe I'll try multiplayer <laughs> again. I don't know. I would like to try I would like to try. That was the one thing that I didn't try is the uh uh what's it called? The Spec Ops mode I think is what it's called, um where it's like four people go together and and you're it's it's not PvE or no. Yeah, it's PvE, not PvP. So you're four guys on a team. You've got an objective. You got to like you you drop into this place and you can you got to talk to your Teammates and you're like, okay, should we? Do we want to go stealthily and use silencers and try to get in here without anybody seeing? Grab the package, get back to the jeep, take it to the plane, take off, blah blah blah. Or do you want to say, what well, the hell with it? We're just going to blow everybody. Now, up.
2: see, that actually sounds fun to me. Yes. And what it kind of sounds like <clears throat> is old school. I'm talking like 19, God, I don't know, 98,
0: 99,
1: 96. Um, Rainbow, Rainbow Six. It's not that tactical because no, yeah, it very yeah, quickly yeah. just turns into. Call of Duty. Right. But at least you're shooting CPU controlled bad guys Now, can we do that?
2: Can we do that local? Or would we both have to have it and do it?
1: Well, that's a good question. I'll check that while you Because that can make program. for a good. Uh, oh, that let's would be a freaking if we can fun as it. hell let's play. Um, now, granted, we'd be doing split screen on a TV that's like that big. So that <laughs> may be a little true. tough. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, number nine for me Modern Warfare.
2: Uh number 8 for me is the one I flipped. Um again, it's it's kind of up there with Ring Fit, except I actually do own it. Um I've not played it much, but I'm doing it more just on well, whatever. Number 8 for me is Goose Game. Oh, no. Um
1: we do not have the same one.
2: I just think it's The game is beautiful for as stupid and silly and basic as it is. Um, I mean, it's just it's it's unique. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Um, It's one of those games that when I'm sitting at home playing it by myself, and I think that's the trick. When I'm playing it by myself at home, it's not. It's fine, but I feel weird just playing it by myself. It's not. It's not. It's like it's not as stupid and fun when i'm by myself it's almost like a game i would almost rather watch somebody play it than play it by myself if that makes sense
1: um yeah well that's why that's why i love this game to begin with was i didn't really watch it i just heard what the game was and i saw little clips here and there i was like this looks so stupid fun i love like it does but watching adam exactly yeah like uh uh extra life it gets a little repetitive
2: but i feel like i would have I could watch somebody play it for way longer than I would actually care to sit and play it. Yeah. Um But it's fun. It's like this whole like sandbox thing, like almost anything you see out there you can interact with. I mean, it's just it's a lot of fun. Um I had it as number nine, but I switched it with Ring Fit. So Goose is number what? <clears throat> number eight.
1: eight. Uh update, it looks like you can do split screen spec ops. So we might need to try to do that. That would be a fun let's Stay play. Stay tuned. Supposedly it works. We might try to do it and we're like, well, crap. <laughs> the only thing is it seems like you need to be on the internet, which for us up here is kind of oh, spotty. Oh, yeah, there's that whole thing. You two can be two of the people that join, but then I think you still have to have two other people join. Yeah, you probably need a full. So I don't know, but it, you, you can do split screen. At least it looks like you can. Okay. So that that would be a fun let's play. We might need to try to make that happen. Captain Goose Game. Number eight for me, this might be one that you forgot about. I don't think so.
2: Mm. Because I'd be shocked if... Yeah, go ahead. Well, you don't own it. Well, I own the rest of mine. Besides
1: the next one, but it's, it's definitely not this. Super Mario U Deluxe. That was January. That was this year. Really?
2: Yeah. Oh, that definitely would have made my list.
1: Let me just bump everything down. And no, it, whatever. Dr. Mario World, you're out. All right, <laughs> number 10. Um, Super Mario, U-Deluxe. It's not. It's obviously, and we, we were kind of like, should we include this? Well, I guess Sean wasn't. I was. <laughs> should I include I mean, this? I mean, I would have included yeah. it had I thought
2: of it, but I did not think that was 2019. I thought I, I should have texted you about that, too, because
1: I should have just looked here and been like, Oh, Sean doesn't own this. I should remind him. Um, but it's fine. I <laughs> mean, Are you going to riot? Uh, is that recording? Yeah, it's recording. Um, it's just like, I, I know it's a re-release, but 2D, it's on the, it's up the thing. It's right up here.
2: I'm just looking for a red light. Is there you another? can't,
1: it's covered by the ah, strap okay. there. All of a sudden, I'm like, wait, are we recording? No, we're recording. Okay. Um. 2D Mario is best Mario is what I wrote down here. Like, it's just, it's so much fun. And I I know some people don't like the new Mario series, but I actually really do. Like, just playing with you, it's so fun. Like, just imagine if growing up, if Mario 3 or World was two of us on the screen at the same time. The the hardware probably couldn't even, like, "Uh, there's two inputs at the same time and Mario's flying this way. Like, what do we do? Um but it's just so much fun. It's it's 2D Mario. I like the new Super Mario series. I like the multiplayer stuff. I like when we start screwing with each other and you just like throwing me <laughs> off a cliff and it's just driving me nuts. Um I like it. It's so much fun. And of course they had to do this because there's no Wii U gamepad, but I like that they did get rid of the touchscreen stuff. I'm glad they didn't try to like implement that in some other way where it's like, "Oh, and here's a block. You're going to fall off the cliff." Uh, boom! there's a block now you can land on that, so you don't die like that was that's why i didn't really like this game when i had it for the wii u that it was just it was just annoying yeah. like or you would just have like like i can remember playing it with like at that time it was probably me and noah with nick having the game pad and he's just like dum, 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 yeah, dum, 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 dum. and there's just right. blocks everywhere <laughs> and i'm like no, this isn't fun this isn't like throwing <laughs> people off a cliff and laughing about it this is just annoying there's blocks everywhere now um but i'm a sucker for 2d mario uh I hope we get a. I hope we get Super Mario Four at some point. I really do. Or new Super Mario what would it be now? Three. Um I don't know. I love two D Mario and I had a lot of fun with it. It's like Mario Odyssey, my favorite part of Mario Odyssey was the two D sections, was the eight bit sections. They were so much fun. I just yeah. Mario to me is just so much better in a two D plane. I love Super Mario U Deluxe.
2: Yeah, if I had thought about it, it definitely would have made my list. It probably would have been here, which is going to be number seven. Okay. And then my existing 789 would go to eight, 8910. Uh, but for what it's worth, my number seven, actually, I'm kind of shocked I had this higher than you, but I think this is about lack of, I think this is just, it's just a week. To me, it's a weak year. It's very top heavy. I'll say that. Yes. Um, Call of Duty. Okay. Um as bad as we sucked i had so much fun doing the, the, the gun let's fight. play yeah um it's another thing where i think because i suck this is way more fun with not just playing online but playing you know with you or at least somebody that i know like yeah i can go online and play with other people and just get smoked and that's no fun right but at least with you, I'm like, well, whatever. I don't care, because I'm not the only one who sucks. <laughs> no, so I'm probably
1: the worst one, but I'm not the only bad can one. Can you imagine getting matched up against the two of us? It's like, <laughs> it's like Jim Halbert jumping against a wall. But, like, I
2: can I can really appreciate this game. Um, I, I do. I hate, because it's, it's the same thing that Death Stranding had. The text is so yeah. freaking small. Maybe I just need a new TV, but, like... you just need a 70-inch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed, I mean, I never, I don't know how far, what did I make it, like a third of the way through, you think?
1: I think so, something like so that. So I had a
2: ways yeah. to go. Um, the 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 townhouse
1: level was so cool. unbelievable. Um, and there's a the thing I forgot to say, too, the variety of the missions here. And I know they've done that in other Call of Duties, but yeah, I don't remember doing anything like the townhouse mission. You didn't get, there's a flashback mission, I'll say that, I won't spoil anything about it, that is just phenomenal and like, gut-wrenching and terrifying and it's it's so well done I, I like how they varied up the different missions in this
2: yeah um i don't know it's more out of an appreciation than it is me actually liking it if that makes sense um like you said it is beautiful um they at least put in the time to give a good solid single-player campaign which appreciative of, even though I never really finished it, um, it's it's fine. And I think, I, I totally forgot about the Spec Ops mode, but I think that, that would be legitimately fun. Yeah. Again, because it's PvE. Yeah. So, I think we could hold our own. Now, if we're playing with two other people who are really good, we may not get to have much fun, <laughs> but, <we could laughs> but at least like... we're not dying constantly, right. you know, so I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, number seven on my list as it stands call of duty
1: okay my number seven i kind of wanted this to be higher and i almost thought about switching six and seven but i'm gonna go with what i've got so why was six afraid of seven Because seven eight nine bingo number seven for me i know it didn't come out first this year and I'm surprised it wasn't higher, but again, this was a top heavy year, and maybe it's because it was a re-release. But again, this is our list. Nobody's gonna nominate this for Switch Game of the Year or anything, but it's our list. We don't care. Cuphead on Switch. Okay. Uh absolutely beautiful. I feel like that's one of my favorite sayings on this podcast. But it was absolutely beautiful. That that art okay. style is just perfect. It feels like a Switch game. It feels like a Nintendo yes. game. Yeah. You know? It's run and gun. It reminds me in a weird way of, well, the run and gun levels, I should say, in a weird way. They remind me of Contra, some of the bosses and stuff, and some of the the power-ups remind me of Gunstar Heroes. Um, I I like that they did, because originally one of the the reasons this game was delayed on Xbox like a year or something was because all the playtesters were saying these bosses are fun, but like, where's the regular levels? Um, And I like that they put those in because it breaks up the gameplay. If you're just doing boss after boss after boss and you're like, oh my God, and you're just getting your butt kicked, it's going to get annoying. Um, So I like the run and gun levels. Um, There were some bosses in this that I never thought I was going to be able to beat. I know we got through them. There was never one that I'm like, I can't beat this.
2: Now, when you go back and try to play them on like Expert or whatever, that yeah, there's robot. Some that I don't think I would ever beat. But Dr. This, Khan's robot, or whatever well, yeah. He but was. there were some that were like super difficult. But I'm like, I know I can beat yeah, this. I'm I just got to get in up. the zone and yeah. get between all the projectile. You know, like I think it was obviously very difficult. But it's not like it's blood born. I was gonna say blood stain. It's not like it's blood born hard. Right. Like there are parts of that game, like I can't, I can't do this. Right. And there's no grinding to be done. So it's no, obvious you, in this game. It's like, you you have all the tools the necessary tools. to exactly. beat it. Bloodsand is like, I don't know, go do something else, come back when you're stronger. Right. I said it again, Bloodborne. Uh, oh, yeah, you did. This, it's like, uh, the, the dragon. The dragon. The robot. And the robot. The final boss the main wasn't too.
1: as bad. Once you learn, I mean, it was difficult. Yeah. But if you get a good, if the the sequence he goes through at the beginning isn't that, tough if like if you get a good mix that you're good at and you can get to that second phase once you get to the second phase you know how the attack when they explode and stuff like that it's not that bad right for me it was it was the dragon and it was the 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 stupid robot yeah but like you said when you get in the zone the only thing i can really compare it to is beating freaking and this was a better feeling because it was the the toughest thing i've ever done in a game but beating sigrin in god of war the final valkyrie yeah. Like when I finally beat her after three, three and a half hours of trying, I just I say it all the time, but it's like it's like my controller my thumbs were not part of my consciousness anymore. They were just going and my, my fingers on the triggers and stuff. I was just going and it was just like
2: Yeah, it, And it's that's how it like, is when
1: you when you get in the zone like that's the only way I beat that robot because I was just like oh Yeah, I'm trying
2: to think of what Oh, it was um, super hot, super. Um, where that game, you just feel like I know it's all in slow, but it makes you feel like you're in it, and you're just—it's like you're in the matrix Dodge, when, crap, when you're when you figure boom, it out, and it's just like you just like holy crap, this is awesome, and that's how this game sometimes feels more like in the 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 airplane level. I'm thinking really the robot level where you've got all these projectiles, and somehow you're just like. And you're just just navigating all of them, and you're not getting hit. And you're like, "How am I doing?" Like this just makes me feel like I'm so good at it. But like it's once like, you but,
1: get, but you need to get into that zone, and you can't even think about it because if no, you can't. think about it because that was like, how to am me? I doing this? And then you're dead. When we were doing the Let's Plays and stuff, I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna do it!" <laughs> it's like if you if your mind leaves the screen for even like a split second, you're you're toast. Yeah, not against every boss, but those harder bosses, you're just toast. But yeah, the feeling you get when you're in the zone and then when you beat the difficult bosses in this, it's the best feeling I've had in a video game since since beating Sigrun in God of War. Um, I just, I, I can see in the little bit of Bloodborne that we played this year, I get why people like those games. Yes, I'm just not good at video games anymore. Now, I think if, I think Bloodborne, if I would have stuck with it, I would brute force my way through it and you would just have like damn it okay i go back there get my blood echoes back i know how this boss attacks now whatever even if i got to look up tips and stuff whatever i feel like i could make my way through it and that's why i so badly want bloodborne too because i want to just be like no now with this brand new game yeah i'm going in with everybody else we're going to do this I, I i i hope we get bloodborne 2 at some point yeah um but yeah my number 7 i thought it might be a little bit higher but I loved my time with it. I love that I beat it by myself. I love that we beat it on the on the Let's play series. It was some of the most fun I had this year playing video games. Number seven for me, cuphead on switch uh
2: so my number six this is when now I'm getting into the heavy hitters. six and five um. I would have thought going in could have had opportunities to be game of the year. In the end, I don't think I could justify it, but I think like one through four, I probably could. Um, Number six, I've got Jedi Fallen Order.
1: Number six for me, Jedi Fallen Order.
2: Um, It was a very fun game. I don't think... To me, the combat is somewhere in between like... Button mashing and like a bloodborn. <laughs> <state. laughs> Spoiler alert: bloodstained may be in front of my face on here yeah. somewhere, and that's why I keep yeah, saying it. Me too. Where it's like it's like they're trying to be bloodborn, and it is, but there's not enough. I don't know. It's I, it's it's a little too button mashy without just being. It's like it doesn't really know what it wants to be. Like you I don't, don't think have to play is. the game like it's
1: bloodborn. Yeah.
2: To succeed
1: i i think it thinks its farts don't stink when it comes to combat i think it yeah. thinks it's more like in depth like it thinks it's bloodborne or souls or something or Sekiro. it's just not like there's definitely skill to it but it just seems like sometimes no matter how good your skill is the enemies are just like oh, you didn't know you didn't parry in time right and, I and i'm think gonna that's wreck the thing. You.
2: like when i play bloodborne Um, Other than like some of the boss fights, even the really tough enemies, it's like I can come across any enemy and probably beat them if I pay attention and really try. I could probably beat them without getting hit. This game, once you're past just like stormtroopers. If you get any of the guys like with the, the any, purple... Anything
1: like, where purple light shows up. Right. Yeah.
2: It's like, I have no chance of beating this guy. Even on easy, I am not going to be able to beat this guy without getting hit. It's well, like you just have to get hit no matter how hard... Uh, and it, it, sh- it feels like it shouldn't be that
1: Well, way. and not only that, but there's so many times where they're just like, and on top of this difficult enemy, here's five stormtroopers shooting at you from every direction. <laughs> right. So it's just like... You've got these these stupid easy enemies, and not to mention like some of the wildlife. That when I got to that first goat thing, whatever it was, when I texted you, I don't know if you remember this. It's like when you're on, uh, I think it was like the second planet, but you're like going through a cave or something, and then there's these three goat things, and they they're the ones that ram you, and they take away like half yeah. your life. And it's like one of them will hit you, and then the other one comes over, and then they they turn red when you're thinking they're not going to turn red, so you can't parry it, and you're just like, I died like five times, and I was like, I'm. I don't care about my XP. I don't think I had I don't think I lost like a skill point. I was like, I'm just gonna run right by these guys because there's that hole in the wall over there, and I'm gonna sneak through it, and I'm just saying the hell with this. I'm not trying to kill these things anymore. Yeah. It's like I feel like some of the bosses were extremely difficult, but everything else, other than outside of the purge troopers, it was like they would just cheapen. It almost reminded me of like an eighty like an eight bit or a sixteen bit game, where it's like they would artificially inflate the difficulty because they think their farts their farts don't stink. Like, we're just going to throw all these enemies at you. And I, I think what I wrote for this game is, I think it's a jack of all trades and a master of none. It's yeah. got decent combat. It's a decent uh, Uncharted wannabe. And what was the other thing that we always compare it to? And it's a decent Metroidvania, but none. it doesn't do any of them great. Right. No, that's, like, I still, yeah. I look at this as... Watchdogs one, and this is what I wrote into Collins podcast a few weeks ago, and he agreed. Watchdogs one, Uncharted one, um, Assassin's Creed one. Proof of concept. There's something under all this. Like, there's something really good here. There's something really, really good here, and it's sold. It's already the ninth. Um, it was out for two weeks in November, and it was already the ninth best-selling game of the year. Like, it's selling well. That's what I wanted.
0: It's yeah, it did we're good well to enough. Get a
2: sequel. We'll get a Jedi Fallen Order 2. And I think it will be much more polished. I think it's gonna blow this one out of the water. Yeah. Um, this game was very buggy. Yes. Way so. more than a AAA title like it should be. Um, the sliding stuff way overdone it's like the bat tank like, it's
1: in every freaking pl- I was like maybe it's just going to be on the ice planet because you're sliding down right. ice nope you can slide down mud you can slide down ice you can slide down there's,
0: the, ship? <laughs> like the, the ship like in the beginning oh like, my
1: god that's right yeah like this This game clearly needed another three months or something but yeah. EA said nope put it out now and just patch it and I don't know how much they have patched it but I'm not going to go back and play this game anytime soon maybe before Fallen Order 2 comes out Maybe I would, but like, I hate that. Like, I hate, I'm glad it sold well. It, I love, absolutely love the story. By the way, Xbox commercials, I don't know if it's Xbox's fault or EA or who, but stop spoiling this freaking game. It's in every commercial now. It's how it ends. And I'm like, yeah. this game came out like, a, well, I mean, they the first time they showed it was Thanksgiving. The game had been yeah. out for barely, not even two weeks. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what you sound like Kevin on the office. <laughs> Are you kidding
2: me? Um That's the other thing. The It's got a very Star Wars like immersive story and the ending is awesome. However, not no well, not the ending, the pre-ending. Right. The it's moment. also like it's kind of up there with my fears of, like, um, Black Widow. Like, why should we care? We know how we got there, so there's no, pre- there's no like, origin kind of thing. We know what happens after. We know who's alive and who's dead. Why does it matter what happens here? Now, the flip to that, I will say, even though it's...
1: Well, and we like know Rogue one isn't in any movie, so this dude's going to die at some point.
2: Right. So, yeah, why why do we care about this and in the end really the story it's like really why should we the way it ends like <laughs> just i think it's kind of cool what they did like i get it but it's also like
1: but i was also what like, was the point of all i that? was like are like, you kidding me like, yeah yeah but well, what were you gonna say about rogue one sorry I oh i was
2: on. just gonna say that kind of falls in the same boat where it's between three and four but it has nothing to do with three it's basically just a prequel to four how did they get like four is just like yeah they got the death star plans what, what? How? how like why is there a hole in the how. Death Star yeah this is like this did we need to it, it kind of just comes down to who cares also Cal Kestis, and eh. he's I, just kind of a goober like there I don't I never ever felt like attached to him I'm just like even if he died I'd be like meh okay who I who like is this guy
1: I don't care who is getting us here I like BD1 much better but I think the best performance in this was Seer or Siri I forget how you say her name yeah, um, the woman on the ship, like the the former Jedi, and you get into her story and everything. That that was awesome. I think sh- she was great. Um, but yeah, Cal was just kind of blah. He kind of very little, blah. He got a little bit better as as it went on, and when you get your, you know, when you go into the 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 ice planet and you go to the place and you
2: do the thing, you do the thing, <laughs> and then
1: it's like, and then, and then yeah, the other and then stuff, it's cool. Um, yeah, I just think that's what knocked. I wanted to. Love this game. I wanted this to be my game of the year. I'm going to say that a couple more times. Yeah. Like, I really thought this could, and where people are getting, like, where it's been winning some game of the year awards from some people like can't some websites and that. stuff. I'm like, what else did you play this year? Like, Yeah. Or, and it's not just because we played it on PS4. It, it was just as broken on X-Bone and X-Bone X, like it was, and PS4 Pro. Yeah. So it's not just because we played it on a base PS4; they just didn't finish this game.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: What else was I gonna say? I
2: don't know. I think there was something else, but
1: I feel like I'm ragging on it. It's still like an eight to an eight. It's still 5. a
2: good game. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna say. Probably nothing good. Um. Oh, I know. Uh, kind of the most telling thing about my true feelings about this game. And we talked about it when we did our kind of uh, review of it. The fact that when I was probably about 80 or so percent of the way through this game, I just made a beeline. I'm just like, I just want to finish this and not because I'm sick of playing it, but I was kind of getting sick of playing it. And I just wanted to see what's going to happen with the story. When I've played a really good game and I get close to the end, I don't want to beat it. I want yeah. it to just keep going. Like that happened with Metal Gear Solid Five. It happened with Breath of the Wild. This probably happened with other games. This game, once I got about 75, 80%, I was just like, okay, let's just, come on. Let's get to the end and just be done with
1: it. Well, and I think it's part of the way, For the other thing I hated in this game, again, it sounds like I'm ragging on it. The, the map was one of the worst maps I've ever seen in video games. Um But I think one of the things that hurt this game is like, I went into it, like I remember looking at the trophy list, I was like, oh okay, I'm going to play them. this. It's a collectathon. Open all these chests, do this thing, blah, blah, blah. But then when you actually play the game and you see the chests are just like ponchos, and I'm like... Well, that's the other or thing. Or like, like colors for your ship. I'm like, you're I think not all making of me the, want to explore this I never once
2: put a poncho on. I think they all look super. I did it just to see what it looks like. I was like, oh. I never put... I um, mean, yeah, I put it on. I never left the, the, like the pause yeah, exactly, screen or yeah. whatever. Um, I don't care about all these... Other than the color of your lightsaber, I don't yeah. care about, ooh, what kind of you can see it. yeah like unless you're playing this on like ps4 100-ish. pro on like a hundred inch 4k television yeah. you're not gonna notice all these little like who cares like there the, nothing there's not a single chest you open other than where you get uh life and uh force meter type stuff yeah none of the chests are worth
1: getting no none of because they're all cosmetic and they don't yes. help you at all and so, then yeah, every time he's all... like the other thing that annoyed me going back to Cal it's like Hey, BD, what do you got in there? Oh, you found something else. I'm like, how many freaking chests has he opened? And he goes in at the same time. He goes in at the same way every time. Why are you surprised that he's jumping in this chest and going, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Again, I feel like this is. I care so much about Star Wars. I feel like this is like going back to our Rise of Skywalker spoiler cast. I was like, I bag on these properties because I want them to be. We're not these properties. It's the same property. But yeah. I bag on these things because I want them to be so freaking good. And both of them fell short. I was still, I was way more hyped for this than I was. So it's probably, it's, it's, it's my own fault for getting so hyped for this. But I just expect so much. And it's like our first real single player Star Wars game in forever. Again, we're going to get more. I'm excited to see where it goes. I hope I didn't just push the button. I don't think I did. We're still recording, so I'm not going to worry about it. Um, that just freaked me out. I thought I pushed the record button again and I didn't know what that would do. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted it to be a 9.5 out of 10. Yeah. And it wasn't. So, yeah. We both agree number six. Sean, number five. Uh, number five,
2: I don't want to say it's a disappointment, but ultimately I would have thought, oh, my gosh, this, this could have been game of the year. You got it this low? Number five, I got Link's Awakening. Wow. Um, wow. Okay. And I I loved this game. So that tells you the rest of my list. Like from here on out, I mean, these are... You're, you're freaking know me out why. over there.
1: There's one game that I don't... There's only one game that's up there that I don't know what it is. Um, huh. Wow. Okay. So this game...
2: In all honesty, I think I did have my hopes a little too high. Me too. I've played the original, and the original is a good game, but it's very much a Game Boy game. Yeah. And I think what we said when we did our review of this, um, this still just feels like... It's basically an HD remake of a Game Boy game. Mm -hmm. They did not do almost anything... New, which I would have liked to have seen. I don't know what that was. Um, It's the boys going me, me. me, me." (laughs) That's exactly what I thought it was. Um, The game is beautiful. Um, I mean, like this might as well be in the game. Like they just look like little action figure, like little dolls. It's just so cool the art style. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it. I ended up loving it. I think some of the, I can I can see why Link's Awakening, it, it feels like a Zelda game. It doesn't stray too far from just the proven, tried and true formula of a Zelda game. However, it's different enough to where I can see why some people do think Link's Awakening, it, it's their favorite Zelda game. Yeah. I, I get it. But to me, on, a, on Switch, I would have liked to have seen them do a little more
1: than what was done on a 28 i think it was 91 yeah or no it was 90
2: 93
1: maybe 92 93 93 because we just missed the 25th anniversary that's when i thought it was coming out so a
2: 26 year old game they basically just made it look a lot nicer i mean they made it look beautiful don't get me wrong it still just felt like i was playing a game boy game on the switch um, I think they could have done a lot more with it, especially when you figure this game and Breath of the Wild are in the same system. They cost the same it's amount. Wild. Like, Yeah,
1: I do think this shouldn't have been a $60 game.
2: And maybe that's part of it. Yep. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I'm sure I'm not done with it. I'll probably go back and play through it again at some point. Um, To me, there were no like memorable... Levels, they all just kind of blend together. The one that really stands out is one where you have to break the pillars. Um The, the ones that stick out the most to me are Those the ones thing. where you break the pillar. Yep. It may even be this... Actually, I think it's the same level now. that The one where the blocks go it's up the and same down. Level that, so it's really that level is what sticks out to me, yeah. and I hate I hate it. Level. I was going to say it sticks out for the <laughs> wrong reason. Exactly. I don't
1: remember it for being a great freaking <laughs> dungeon. It just... Yes, it was... It was so frustrating. Like, I'll, I'll talk about it when I get there. But. Yeah, um,
2: it was good. I I would have thought going into it again, I got it way overhyped in my head going into it. I thought this could very well be my game of the year. It's still like eight and a half, maybe nine out of ten. It's yeah, very very good, very a great game. Um. But I couldn't put it ahead of any of these last four
1: that I've got. Okay. My number five, and I struggled with four and five. Um, But again, like I said earlier, I'm going to keep it how I had it. Number five for me, Super Mario Maker 2. My most played game on Switch this year, mostly because we did our Let's Plays on my Switch. Um, The game is just pure, unending fun. Um, I like it better than the first Mario Maker. I'm encouraged and I still gotta try to make a Zelda level now that I found now that I found my stylus, that'll be easier. <laughs> Randomly in the laundry room. Um That gives me hope that they're gonna keep supporting because obviously the Switch is gonna be here for the next four or five years. So yeah. hopefully they're gonna keep supporting this thing and they're gonna keep being like and I don't mean you gotta put like Samus in there or something, but like just different just something like they've done a good job supporting it so far. I had so much fun building levels. I was kind of worried about the doing it on the Switch. I don't know why because it's the same thing as if you had the Wii U gamepad and you're looking at the screen. It's almost easier on the Switch. But I was con- concerned about it um you have to do it in touchscreen. If you're trying to just do the it, it's just it's messed up. Um but like I I never thought I could make a speed run level and I ended up making Three, four. I, maybe. I don't even three. know what it was, um, and it's so much fun. And like I did the remix of Mario Three World One One, and that was fun too. And I've got ideas. Like I think I want to remix. Um, there's really not a one one in Mario World because you can go one of two ways. But I kind of want to yeah. just pick one and just say I'm going to remix that. So I may do that. Oh, this is hard <clears> drive <drag. throat> keeps making noise and it's making me nervous. Um, but yeah, I mean. This could have also been, if anybody, if somebody said, like, if you say this, your game of the year, I'd be like, I, I get it. I completely get it. I think the reason I had it at number five is that I still value single-player awesome experiences over, the. oh, and the other thing I didn't even mention, it, it actually comes with 100 built-in Nintendo levels. And they yeah. weren't a lot of them were pretty easy. Um, uh, the one that I remember that was not easy was the one where you're you're sliding down and it's got the purple lava and it's an auto scroll down that one. And there's the saws where you got to yeah. like go here and slide and here and slide. It was tough. But when I beat that, it wasn't like beating a cuphead boss, but it's still just like, yeah. And I love that they gave us 100 levels. I love that I can play the levels that you play that drive me nuts and make me just want to just quit life. Like, it's so make much fun. you
2: accidentally fart.
1: Yes. <laughs> go back. We need a clip. We still need to clip it out. <laughs> um, and I love just every once in a while, I'll just go to, like, the creator page and just be like, all right, new levels, speed run. And I've, I've had so much fun of these levels where it's just, like, they tell you the description, just... Hold! don't let go of right and right right, and just go and they do the same thing that you did you know follow the coins and if you follow the coins you're going to do it perfectly but it's still learning you you get to a point where even if you're following the coins all of a sudden everything like explodes and you're like uh, uh," and you just choke and die I just I love it so much I I I don't see myself stopping playing at any time Um, I do want to do more creating and I hope I do pretty soon Um, but yeah Mario Maker my number five for the year I like it uh, my number
2: four, I won't spend too much time on, uh, Kufid, I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, oh, sorry. Cuphead. Cuphead. <laughs> um, Cuphead. Oh yeah, you four. didn't do
1: Cuphead yet. That was the one I wasn't thinking of. Okay. So now yeah. I know what's your top.
2: Yeah. Okay. The, I mean, the last three are yeah. obvious. Um, Cuphead Kufid. number four. <laughs> Kufid. Uh, I was like, what the hell is he saying? <laughs> I
1: was like, I'm sitting here like, is that an acronym? What am I missing?
2: So... Uh, I won't spend too much time on it because you already we already talked about it. Um I, I keep saying this. This game is beautiful. Like it looks it's somehow true to the art style of what should look what does look like nineteen, I don't know, nineteen fifties, whatever, like animation. Maybe or earlier than
1: that. I don't know. But it's like nineteen thirties or something. Think, yeah. Yet somehow looks
2: so perfect and like fluid and just smooth and everything while still being true to what they're going for. I don't know, it's weird how they do it. Yeah. Um the controls are perfect. Like everything it, it just it just everything just works. Um I know when I first saw this on the Xbox, I'm like, this looks cool, but it almost looks it almost in a way made me think of like um Contra Hardcore where there's just like it just seems like there's so much going on, and I'm like, what? What am I fighting? And what's the background? And what are they But but once you actually just play this game, it all just works perfectly. It's absolutely perfect. Um, I think from here on out, I would say these are all ten out of tens. Maybe not perfect games, but ten out of tens. Um, and if I'm not mistaken,
1: I think we get DLC supposedly we thought we were getting it last year. So now it's all they've said is 2020. So it is coming at some point this year. In theory, I'm glad they're getting it right. That's awesome. Um, I don't care what it costs. If it's as much as the full game, I'll pay. The game was 20 bucks. Like I'll happily pay another. God, they should have charged more for this game. than Yes. So I'll if it's 20 bucks. I don't care. I'm guessing it'll be 10, maybe 15, Uh, but it's completely worth it. It's a whole new island with I mean, they've set the bar pretty high in terms
2: of bang for your buck. Yeah. Even though I would pay twenty bucks for DLC, if you're gonna give me twenty bucks if you're gonna give me a DLC and charge twenty bucks, it might as well be Cuphead 2. Like I yeah. want another full game of material. I don't think we're getting that. We're
1: not. It's but it is one full give island. So that means probably like, yeah. like four or five bosses, a couple of run and gun levels, maybe I think there's gonna be new power ups. Um yeah, I'm stoked to see it. Yeah. Um and the delicious I, last course or delicious second course, I think is what they're calling it.
2: When I uh traded in my switch and forgot to back everything up uh i lost my save file because at one point i went to play this game and i'm like i'm gonna give some of these bosses another try on expert and that was when i realized i didn't have my save game anymore so i just started fresh and i had just as much fun with it the second time through i never i haven't beaten it yet but okay i was stuck on the dragon for a while so i'm on the third world i think i've beaten a couple two or three bosses there but I haven't done, like, the robot yet. Yeah. <sighs> There's some other that, that just suck in the third world. Um, that was
1: my chair, by the way. Oh, I thought that was. No, that here. was my chair. Right. That was my chair. Um, <laughs> we need I'm, new chairs.
2: I'm having just as much fun the second time. Like, yeah. this game is perfect to
1: me. Um, Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, even though, like, we were playing through it together at the same time I was playing through it by myself, but even though, like, we beat it together before I beat it by myself. I didn't feel any... It didn't lessen it at all when I was playing it by myself. It wasn't like, man, I've already done this. I don't want to do this. And I was like, uh-uh. I can do... I can do this. I right. You think I can. I think I can. And yeah, it was so so much fun.
2: Yeah. So Cuphead, number four. Kufid. This is where... Certainly the next game, but I think starting with Cuphead... I would feel weird giving Cuphead my game of the year. Because you can make an argument. Right. We shouldn't even be counting it, but... Um, I mean, like I said, from here on up, they're 10 out of 10. So any of these could have been my game of the year.
1: Yeah. It's new to us, so it counts on our list because we can do the list however we want to do the lists. That is correct. Number four. I struggled with... This is the one I struggled with four and five. But at the end of the day, uh, my number four is Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. That's my number three. All right. Let's tag team back again. I think this is... My second favorite, Metroidvania. I think it's only behind Symphony, and I think it's pretty darn close. And it's not just it Prisoner of the Moment now. very close. Because it came yeah. out like seven months. I think it came out in May. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was May. Um, or it might have been June. It was right around the same time that Mario Maker came out, I think. But anyways, so it's not recency bias. It's not like I just beat it and was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. I love this game. I love the art style. Some people, like that was one thing Colin's like, he, he loved the game. He just wishes it was just sprite based and i'm like i get that but i I remember the first time i
2: saw it i was like i can't wait for this game but also there's something and it was the graphics at the time i couldn't put my finger on it but i'm like there's something about this that's not jiving with me and then once i saw the new graphics i'm like oh i'm in exactly and then i saw how compared to the old one i'm like oh my god that was definitely the problem that's why but i think the game is again it's beautiful
1: yeah i think it's beautiful
2: um these are this and Symphony are far and away the best Metroidvania's that I've ever played.
1: You can tell this is an Ega Vania game. Yes. Like you can tell this wasn't done by like this isn't like a mighty number well, I mean that was made by Inafuni, sorry. But this isn't like a like um The Messenger or oh, Hollow Knight. Yeah. And that's not to diminish those at all, but it's like this is exactly after I'm, I'm so glad that I finally played symphony. I don't remember if it was last year. Or now I had to be, no, it was the year before. Cause yeah. that's why I got Metroidvania out by the time I got to hollow Knight. That's what it was. That's right. So it yeah. was 2018, but I'm so glad I finally went back. I was like, no, I have to play this. And I just played it on my Vita. I haven't even played that. I should get the Requiem. Th- it was on sale for 10 bucks and I didn't grab it.
0: Oh yeah. A few days get, yeah. ago. I
1: should get it just so I can play through that again. But like, I love this game. Um, it's got a fun story. It was pretty obvious, prettier. When I was like, what is this person doing? Like, I don't trust this person. And it turned out I shouldn't trust that person. Um, freaking David haters in the game doing his snake voice as Zangetsu. (laughs) Um, damn, that's still coming where you can play as him. Oh, there's still DLC coming for this. I don't remember if it's free or not, but that'll make me get back into it. um, if it had there there was a little bit of jank. I did have some issues with slowdown and stuff like that. It's nothing like what happened on Switch. I'm glad we didn't play this on Switch because I think this would be way down on our list. Because they just recently patched it like a couple months ago. They finally got out all the bugs. But it had some some issues here and there. But again, it's an independent game. Like they don't have
2: Yeah, I'm willing to accept some bugs yeah. in this versus
1: Jedi. Exa- exactly. This isn't this isn't EA worth however many billions of dollars they're worth. This is Ega kickstarting a game that we all wanted to happen um i love all the different weapons i like how there's the optional bosses i like how there were some throwbacks that were very obvious yeah. to uh to symphony both in characters and uh bad good and bad characters you can you know there's there's an homage i'll just say that if you haven't played the game there's an homage to the flipping castle. The castle doesn't flip in this. I'll say that, but there's an homage to it that works really well. Um, I liked going through it and just being like, I don't know where to go next. Let me look at the map. Like what, what is the last power up or like armor or something that I got? Where haven't I been on the map? Oh, there's that place where it's really high. I just got this thing. I should go there. What do you know? There's something that helps me progress and get through the spikes and stuff. Like yeah. I just, I love this game. Um, I didn't platinum it. This guy did, so I'll let him uh, really go into into this game. But um, I should go back and platinum it. I should. It's not going to be fun.
2: No, and that's
1: what just like, oh, I don't want to I grind. was still
2: on the high of the game. when exactly. I'm like, let's go ahead. But if you've been away from it this long and that's your experience when you go back, it's going to be tough. I mean, you can definitely do it, but it's it's not – the platinum was not fun. Yeah. Certain parts of it were, like making sure I killed all the enemies. Yeah. Like stuff like that was fun. But when it comes to like making all the recipes and getting all the weapons, it it, it 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 was just like, come on. Um but I am proud of getting that platinum.
1: You should be. But yeah, go ahead. You're number three, Bloodsley.
2: Um I, I I mean what else? I didn't I don't remember there being too much jank with it. I know there's the issue where there was the freezing stuff. There's a thing where I had to start over because... Oh, I don't know if I did, but, but I'm like, did I'm going go to go ahead and cut safe. my losses. Yeah.
1: There was the item box that if you played before installing 1.01 or whatever it was... It was going to be it opened or something. Yeah, it would already be open and yeah. you couldn't get the item out of it that you needed to progress the game.
0: Yeah.
2: So That's I started right. I over. The that. other issue I had was there's this one time it was during my Platinum. I like went into the water... <clears throat> what was i think i was doing like the running thing or something i did something where if you do it and then you end up in the water you like can't jump out of the water and i looked Um, it up online and this is something that plenty of people ran into and i'm like oh god because it had been a long time since i saved i'm like if i just turn this off and turn it back on am i going back to the last time i saved am i just going back to the beginning of this room thankfully i was like right there so it wasn't a big deal if I had lost my progress, I had played enough to where if I had lost my progress, I probably wouldn't have planned them. No, no like, nope, way. I'm done. No way. And I probably only lost like an hour, but there's something about it, especially when it's this kind of game—not even this kind of game, but doing that kind of stuff—that I'm like an
1: hour. When it's the grind and you lose yeah, that, it's just like, it's not
2: nah, like a fun I'm no. I'm done. An hour. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, they're obviously going for symphony, and I think they nailed it. Um, I would go so far as to say they're 1A, 1B, not even like a one and a very close two. Like they're almost, I would still put Symphony above it, but they're so close that, I mean, this game is, I had high hopes for this game. Would you say you had high, high hopes? High, high hopes. And it exceeded it. Me too. Versus something like, Link's Awakening and Jedi that I had high hopes for, and they fell kind of short. This surpassed my way too high expectations. Yeah. So, yeah, number three for me, Bloodstain. Number four for you? Yeah. Okay, so you're out to number three.
1: I need to buy Requiem. I need. I need to play. I need to experience Symphony on the big screen. I know it's going to look weird because it's a pixely graphics on an HD, 55-inch HDTV. I know it's going to look weird, whatever, but I don't care. I need to... I need to get that and play through it. Yeah. Number three for me, I thought a little bit more highly of this than you did, uh, Link's Awakening. Um when I went into 2019, when this finally got announced, I think it was like March. I think it was because yeah, it was March, like a random direct in March. And I remember I tweeted, I was like, I'm gonna be driving home, guys, but if anything happens with Zelda, just hit me up and then Sean's like, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and everybody's tweeting me, I'm like, What's happening? I was like, "Oh my god, it's a Zelda game. I got to get home. I got to get home. I got to watch this."
2: What's weird is I when they announced that, when I just saw the water, I'm like, "Wait a minute." And then they showed like the boat in the storm. I'm like, "There there's no, no way. way." And then I saw it. I'm like, "Oh my god." And I don't know if it was just like the reveal, but I obviously I can't wait for Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. But seeing this announced was uh, maybe it's because we knew Breath of the Wild, maybe not literally Breath of the Wild two, but we knew there's obviously always going to be another Zelda
1: mainline three. d This Zelda was one of those things there.
2: that like everybody wanted it to be remade, but it's like who knows if they'll actually do it. Yeah, and so maybe that's why. But I was more hyped about this game when I first heard it was coming than uh, I don't know what the last game was that i was that excited for i think
1: we talked about this in the review i think for both of us it was breath of the wild it was breath of the wild because it it was also coupled with the switch coming out. it was a new console and a lot of people saying the best game ever made i don't think it's that but it was right up there um yeah that's the most hyped i was yeah yeah but yeah so ever ever since it got announced i was like well i know what my game of the year is and again it's my number three game it's a solid for me it's probably a nine out of ten um But it just it didn't click with me as much as the other two goats. Well, the three, excuse me, Zelda, A Link to the Past, and A Link Between Worlds. I think are definitely better than this. Um, Yeah. But again, I'm still saying it's a nine out of ten. Like it's right there. Like I think it's I think it's better than Minish Cap. Again, if you've been following us for a while, I never got to finish Minish Cap because I was playing in an emulator. The specific emulator I was using, whenever you go into this room in the final castle, it crashes. So I just looked it up on YouTube. I was very sad. I think I'm in the minority.
2: I'm absolutely in the minority. In hindsight, I almost... I think I would have rather they remade Minish Cap than Link's Awakening. Hmm. Because I think even if they gave Minish Cap the Link's Awakening treatment... It's a Game Boy Advance game versus a Game Boy game. I think Minish Cap did some very cool stuff. Oh my gosh! And yeah. when you talk, when you think about not that the Switch is like the best graphics ever, but like just think about what the Minish Cap could look like. Mm-hmm. That game is awesome. That game suffered it because is. it was on Game Boy Advance. It's fantastic. I it, love the it. Game Boy Advance has not aged well. Yeah, that if you remake that game. Uh, I would be I would probably be just as excited as I was for this and I think it'd be more likely to live up to my expectations.
1: More excited than if they did the two oracle games? If they just, Yeah,
2: because I feel like those would be the same. Those just are just this. Link's Awakening but in color basically. Yeah. Like it's the same graphics, same I don't think they really added too much to it. Okay. Um Link whereas Link's Awakening I mean I guess they're all kind of like um linked to the past. They obviously all based what they're doing on that um i would be excited i'm never going to not be excited about a 2d zelda game whether it's a remake or something new so i would love anything they remake i'm 100 in for i think i'd rather i think there's almost zero chance of them remaking minish cap because in the grand scheme of things i don't think so relatively recent and just kind of obscure like i don't think it really has like that cult following that certainly that Link's Awakening has, yeah. and probably that the Oracles have either. Yeah, I think they're way more likely, especially because the Oracle games are so similar to Link's Awakening in gameplay and graphics and all that, that it's almost a no-brainer to remake those. I don't yeah. think we'll get a Minish Cap remake, but I think I'd rather see that than anything else, than any I, other
1: 2D remake. I should just get that. I'm sure I can get it on my 3DS. I should just get that non-emulated and play it. Hmm. But anyways, um, it's like, like Sean, it, it's a 26-year-old game. It's based on a Game Boy game. It's a Game Boy game that just, instead of going screen to screen, it's a seamless world for the most part. Sometimes I think it's still scrolled. I can't remember. It's been so long now. Um, but it's still a Game Boy game with a pretty coat of paint. And it's still super obtuse like games were back then. Like... Yeah. I don't want every game. I don't want every game to like hold your hold hand. your hand, but like there's sometimes you get hints from people in this, and I was like, I don't know what the hell you're saying. The good thing is that it tracks all your conversations and it makes yeah. notes and stuff, so at least you can go back and reference stuff. But it's super obtuse. Like I remember when I got to that part where I was like, it looks like I, after I got the running jump, and there was like this place at the bottom of the map where on there was like a ravine of you know with water. And it's like, you, you should be able to, to just get run and here. jump over. It. And it's like, I feel like I but would get can. right to the edge. I was like, well, what the heck's going on? And I think I just needed the hook shot. And I got that yeah. like it's really like, late in the game. You can jump over stuff, but you can't. You can't even though you can jump that, that far, far, you can't jump over it. There's here. an invisible wall, yeah. yeah. Um, But still, at the end of the day, it's a 2D Zelda. And those are not my favorite. Uh, well, I like... Ugh. No, I don't know if I like 2D better than 3D. <laughs> I probably like 2D better or it's just the nostalgia thing or something, but my like top six game, top six Zelda games are probably three 3D and three 2D. So I don't even know what I'm saying. I just love 2D Zelda games. We hoped we were going to get a new one. I remember talking on the podcast like two, three years ago, something that there were rumors that the 3DS team, the 3DS Link Between Worlds team was being moved to the Switch to work on a new Zelda project but there was rumors that that might have been just for the DLC for Breath of the Wild or or something, you know, whatever, but I'm glad we got a 2D Zelda. I don't think it should have been 60 bucks. 40 bucks is what this should have been. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's still a 2D Zelda game. The dungeons were fun. The bosses were fun. It wasn't overly difficult. It wasn't very difficult, really. It was really just that that one damn I think it was like the second to last dungeon. I think it's or maybe the last one before you go to the before you go in the Windfish.
2: I remember thinking the last Two, if not three, dungeons were all more frustrating. That was it. I think the one before that, I do think that was the second to last one. I think okay. there's one full dungeon after that. I can't okay. remember what it was like. But the one before that one is the one where you can't really do much in the level because you need your boomerang for some reason to kill oh, the wizard. Oh, yeah. And if you don't do the side quest, you don't get that boomerang. And, you have and no there's way no way to, way know, to know if that, you don't go oh, visit. You can only kill those things with the boomerang for some reason. Like it's just so. I'm guessing that's how it was in the original. So if you it knew was, the original, yeah. you knew that's what you had to do. But. The
1: boomerang is so op in this game; it's it not is. even fun. Yeah. It is hilarious. You go from Zelda one like it just stuns you, and then this—it's like hitting somebody with five sword attacks right. or something. It was crazy. Um, and I like the last boss, like all the, diff- the the nightmares and stuff, and all the different forms. But even that wasn't that difficult. I think I only died once. Um, but it was fun. The only thing I, the, the other thing I do wish was better than this was the dungeon builder. Like, I was like, that oh, was, man, we're yeah. going to get Zelda Maker. And I was like, no, it's just all the squares from all the dungeons. You can make your own version of those. But then it means, like, you go, you can go from an ice room to a fire room to a water room to a forest room. And I'm like, this is this is not what I wanted. And I it's went, just
2: taking rooms you've already beaten in the dungeons and just
1: putting them together in a different order. Exactly. It's nothing really new. It's nothing new. It's rooms you've seen before if you've played through the game. You got something for getting to a certain level, and I don't even remember what it was. You got an item or a heart? I looked it up. Um, I can't remember. I got something for getting through as much as I did. What you
2: get if you beat all of them oh, is
1: not worth it. No. I got
2: as far as getting, I think, a heart piece. There may even be one more heart piece if you go. I think it might be a
1: seashell or something. Whatever I got in there, I think I needed to power up my... You do get a seashell. To go back to, to do the seashell thing to power up your sword all the way or something. Yeah. I think that was the only reason I got, like within like i had two things left on that thing but i got far enough that i got whatever that item was i don't know um i I do kind of want to go back and play it again and now that like i'm my expectations are now in check how would i feel about it if i played it again i think it would still be just about the same whereas like link between worlds i remember when i first i was like what the hell is he doing on the wall what did you do to my link to the past what's going on but then I heard it was great, and then when I finally played when when I finally played it a couple years ago, when I, when you let me borrow yours before I got my 3ds, I was just like, "This is everything I wanted," yep. and I was wanting to have that same feeling with this, and I didn't. But it's still, my yeah, number I three games here, kind of. The year. Kinda, which again, I, I
0: was
2: wrong if I was wrong to think this. If I really thought this, I almost wanted a link between worlds to link to the past. I wanted this to be to Link's Awakening, like. And I knew it wasn't, but it's almost like I wanted that. Like, have it be set in the same world. I don't know. Like, it could still be Link's Awakening, but maybe add some new cool things. Like, the dungeons, I think, are a screen for screen remake of they the are, original. Yeah. So, uh, Link's or A Link Between Worlds was, even though it's set in the same map, it's still very much its, its own standalone game. I kind of wish, split the difference. Don't give me just Link's Awakening with Switch graphics. Don't give me a brand new game, but still call it Link's Awakening, but add some stuff to it.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. So that's it. Still my number three. Sean, you're number two. I know what it is. Uh, Number
2: two for me is Mario Maker. And Mario Maker with the much, much, much better Zelda Maker in it than we were ever going to get That's in The Awakening. Um, I, I never played the original Mario Maker much, but I would have loved it if I had a Wii U. But I knew enough about it and had watched enough of it online to just be like, I cannot wait for Mario Maker 2.
1: Yeah, you only got to play it when I when you played on my Wii U, which wasn't much. Right,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, This game is its everything I wanted it to be. They they nailed it. Everything that was good about Mario Maker, they improved on it. My only complaint is I did kind of like, even though there was really no purpose to it, I liked how in Mario Maker 1 you had all the different sprites you could be. I thought that was cool. I thought they were going to continue that. Tall, they skinny did.
1: Mario was so <laughs> freaking weird looking.
2: But instead we just hit Mario, Luigi, Toad, Toad. Yeah. Down. And then they added link, which was awesome. Um, but I mean, this game has infinite, re- literally infinite replay yes. value. Um, I'm still kind of on the fence as to whether I don't. I don't even know if I like playing the levels or making <laughs> levels more. I think I like playing them more, but it's also so much fun just to make them. Um, the Zelda thing was such a welcomed addition that I never would have thought they would do. Um, what I'm thinking, and I, I mean, I can see it now. You you said it earlier, but you went the other way and said you don't think they will or they don't need to. I think a Metroid DLC is like, I mean, not DLC, but update, yeah. whatever, makes perfect sense. But, but and it, I,
1: in Super Mario World. Do it sixteen bit oh, Samus instead I of eight even bit thinking Samus. That. <laughs> um, I don't know that I would like it better
2: than. I don't, I, it almost makes more sense. I think it translates better, basically With the because it's it's, and it's also Zelda side supposed scroll. to be top yeah. down. Yeah, but I mean, I can see it. You hit a, a block and you get the Screw Attack logo. That's what the thing you would be that you get to become <coughs> yep. Samus. Um, you can roll, you can drop bombs, just like Lynx bombs that'll blow up the blow upable box, box, blocks. <laughs> blow, <up-able-able. laughs> They'll blow up the blow upable blocks. Um, Showing that Maybe there's an addition, like you can get a mushroom and then a fire flower. Maybe in this you can get, even though I already said screw attack, maybe you get some other thing that lets you literally do the screw attack where you can, or I guess that's more space jump, maybe not the screw attack. Or a attack.
1: phaser beam or something. Right. Like well, that would also break blocks or something, yeah.
2: I just think it makes perfect sense. It's it's the most obvious. It just seems weird that they'd be like Mario Maker and then hey, now you can play as Link. But we're that's it. That's we're, it. we're not touching like, any other franchise. It seems like it just makes more so much sense to just keep that theme going and I think Metroid makes more sense than anything.
1: Somebody mentioned Kid Icarus. I don't remember who it was, but I was like, you can kind of do that with enough. Link. I mean, he can shoot arrows, right. like yeah. what
2: else? I don't think there's enough. No, fun. I don't either name know, know. no um i don't think it needs it i think the game is already yeah. I mean, it's my number two game of the year i don't know when i will ever just be sick of this game like i'm always gonna go back to it um i think i'm i'm racking my brain trying to think of something that makes more sense than metroid to do as like the next thing
1: Unless you can somehow make it work with like Donkey or Diddy Kong, but even then it's such a different game. I mean, it's still a platformer, but it's such a different game. Right. Hell. Sonic. That? Like we talked when Sonic could. Mania came out, I was like, I wonder if we'll ever get a Sonic maker. We're both like, no, the levels are too that it would be That'd so be difficult. Because the level design in Sonic games, you have to do it so perfectly for it to even make sense. But maybe a Sonic power up. I don't know. The other thing they could do, which I know Sonic isn't Nintendo. I'm just saying crossover. The other thing they could do,
2: which maybe is more likely than a Samus or just another character altogether, allow Link in 16-bit. Right. I don't think they would ever go. I mean, maybe who knows where they'll stop, but it's already like we have 16-bit. We have a 16th like, link. Just yeah. put, I don't know why they didn't do it, honestly. Yeah. Once you get into like 3D world, not even 3D world, but like New soups, 3D World, Mario Three, you could almost just put the same sprites from one into. Yeah. Mario World, obviously, you need Super or um, Link to the Past. Link, no reason that can't be done. Um, but yeah, uh, some of the levels that I've seen out there are just. Unreal. Like I wish I had a fraction of the creativity of some of these people. Like
1: we all have the same tools. Right. How does their brain work in such right. a manner like, to come up with I, this? this?
2: It's unbelievable. Um, I'm in awe of what a lot of people have come up with in this game. Um, But yeah, there's a reason I've spent more time in this game than any other Switch game and probably any other game on any system this year. Um, This and Bloodstained both could have been my game of the year. Um, So I think it's obvious what number one is, um, but Mario Maker 2 is my number two game. Cool. And your number two game is my number one game.
1: (laughs) You figured it out. Number two is Resident Evil 2. Now, this wasn't to the level of Horizon Zero Dawn versus Breath of the Wild, but it was close. And after I played my number one game, I was trying to tell myself that it wasn't my game of the year because of how much I love, absolutely freaking love Resident Evil 2. But we'll get to that in a minute. Resident Evil 2 is, to me, survival horror... Perfection. I don't. It is definitely, and I would even say, by far, at least for me, my favorite Resident Evil game ever made. It's better than four. Now, if they remake four with this, then okay, that might be pretty damn tough to beat.
2: Now that they've made this game, it's hard to say. And that
1: three's coming next year. They have to. They're working on four. They're not going to go to three. And eh, never mind one of the most popular games I've ever made. We don't need right. to touch that.
2: Four, outside of just the gameplay, like I guess the the control. I mean, really, yeah, I just the need- gameplay. It's just perfect the way I like how they do all the upgradable weapons and the upgradable uh, your 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 case. And yeah, how you get the the different gems, and if you get this gem and that gem yeah. and this thing that the gems go into, you can combine them and sell for right. even more. Yep. And then you, it's just like four is really perfect. Um, two to me. I'm still, I think 2 is more consistently good throughout. I think 7 at its best is better than 2. At 7 at its
1: best is unlike anything I've ever seen. Yet. And what I like about 7,
2: like 2 is still very much Resident, now see,
1: perfect example.
2: Resident Evil 2, compared to Resident Evil 2 Remake, that's what uh, I wanted out of Link's yep. Awakening.
1: And that's what I want out of my fictitious Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> exactly. You know? um,
2: it, it works because Resident Evil is not supposed to be taken that seriously. It's obvious that they went for somewhat of a more realistic approach. But in Resident Evil 7, like why would there be a police station with like we're gonna lock all these doors and we're gonna hide the keys inside of stuff. Right. Like it just doesn't make sense. Right. Resident I don't Evil 7. care. It doesn't yeah. take away from it. Resident Evil Seven it kind of makes sense that this weird guy living in this house would make these weird keys and hide like it just it, it fits because this is his house and he's this crazy guy. Versus why would a police station be made this way? Hmm. And like Resident Evil 7, it's like In a library. Yeah, exactly. So uh, That's what I love so much about 7. I still say 7, at least the beginning, is survival horror at its best. I don't know that... I still think... I think it's because of... Not only because, but I think the first person helped. But Resident Evil 2 certainly doesn't suffer for not being first person. Yeah. Um. Feel like I get just as uneasy, maybe not uneasy, but just terrified playing this game as I did seven. Seven was more just uneasy. Like I never know. Like when I hear Mister X like stomping around, I'm like, oh god! Like I'm just like, oh, I don't want to go through this door. Like I know he's there. Versus Resident Evil Seven again in the beginning, I'm like, I never know where this guy's gonna come from. Like I was just always on edge, no matter what I do. Two didn't get quite to that level, but it's still it's perfect. And while I would love a four remake, and it almost makes too much sense because the way they're remaking two and three fits perfectly with four, so I do think they'll do it. I think it'll be so much less of a an improvement because the game of how is already good four so were, good. Yeah. Yeah. um the other thing I can say about Resident Evil 2 is the fact that it's my number one game, despite me, you know, I'm as bad as anybody when it comes to being a prisoner of the moment. The fact that this game came out, what, the first week or two of Jan- like of the year? Yeah. And at the end of the year, now granted I did go back and start a new game, but even before that, I'm like, this is still probably my game of the year. Now once I went back in, it, it solidified, I'm like, this is my game of the year. But the fact that it withstood the test of time where normally I'm like, well, whatever I play at the end of the year, like Final Fantasy fifteen. I only played it for like a week or two. Like, That's my game of the year. Yeah. Looking back, I don't know what right. else came out that year, but that probably shouldn't have been my game of the year. Um, Spider-Man was my game of the year, and it deserved it, even though you know it did come out pretty late in the year. The fact that this came out in January and still at the end of the year, I'm like, yeah, that that game is perfect. To me, that's that's just a testament to how good it was.
1: It's. I also I love this engine, this this re engine that they came up with. I think they improved on it from seven to two. It looks like they might even improve on it from two to three, which is weird with it just being a year apart. And there was the rumors that these games were supposed to come out at the same time or in the same package, which I don't I don't really believe that. I don't. You can that. make one hundred twenty dollars, or you can make sixty dollars. No, you make one hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. because everybody that bought two. Is gonna buy three, I would assume. Um, no, I'll just run through this and then I'll let you even go more. I mean, I it. think I've said my piece, but the combat was I love the combat in this game. Um, uh, Claire and Leon feel different, and I like that. I like the branching stories again, with like you were saying, if you think about it too much, it's like. Well, what the, if Leon's already been here, why am I having to collect these stupid medallions again? Right. He's not here. I'm not running into him. He's already gone through here. So it's like once he opens that door, does like, but he can come back in. And, uh, but then you're just, it's a it's a video it's game. It's a video Who game. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, Mr. X steals the show. It's it. He got robbed at the Game Awards for not winning sound design. Like the game should have won sound design simply because of Mr. X. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Like. Like you said, it's just, and it's always like, and it's like, oh, oh gosh. And if you've got, like, if you're playing on surround sound, it's like, oh God, he's above me. Or oh, I th- is he coming up those stairs? Like you're hiding in a room. It's like, there's stairs there. Is he coming up or is he still under me? I don't know. Wait, they're getting quieter. I need to go. And then it's just like, oh, you thought they were quieter, but then you like turn down a hall and it's, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, he's here I gotta run. <laughs> um, I love that they also messed with Resident Evil, like, mythos whatever you would call it like normally it's not in a lot of areas it's really just that main area of the police station but if there's a spot where you can save you're supposed to be safe not
0: i remember the first time i went to save
1: and then i looked around and I, was like, I was like oh my god and then not only were there zombies in there but the first time i was like okay i ran away i'm in here and then i look up the stairs and i see boom, boom and he's coming down the stairs as i'm trying to save my game i'm like are you freaking kidding like i can't i not now what the hell am i supposed to do yeah it was it was just so good. And even the the puzzle solving was fun. There wasn't too much of it that was too annoying. I like the way that they did the map in this where it's very clear when you if you try to open a door and you don't have the key yet, it tells you, look you at what that map, lock was. There's a diamond now or a club or whatever. I'm like, That's And how they like, don't the rooms you. turn blue once you know yes.
2: you've done everything yes. in there. Yeah.
1: It's it's so it's probably one of the best maps in video games. And it's very simple, yeah. but it's just like why don't more games do this? It's like speaking of Freaking going back, I know this is like the crap on Jedi Fall I mean, Podcast. I know it's different. Everything's levels. so flat in yeah. Resident Evil. It's just levels. Boom, boom, boom. I still think there's a better way to do it than that hollow map. Like I just whatever. Resident Evil 2, until November, it was without a doubt as my game of the year. And I'm shocked that it's not, but it's not. But it's still like I said, it's my favorite Resident Evil. Um for me, I think it goes two seven four. Just because four, four needs, I I know four is so good and I loved it when I finally played it, but those controls still, it's not like Resident Evil one, two and three controls, but it doesn't control like modern third person action games do. And if they just, even if they didn't get, make it in the RE engine, like even if, if they would have, when they did the PS4 port that I finally played, if they would have updated the controls that to where it just feels right, it would, it would probably be my favorite Resident Evil, but for now two is my favorite
2: yeah I think seven gosh I don't know I think just as a pure from a pure video game standpoint I think two is the best Seven it's almost like more of like an experience or something yeah it's and seven's not perfect but there's something special about it, I think is what it comes down to this is just a perfect game is a perfect survival horror game. Resident Evil 7 starts off with a bang goes kind of down after that Um, this game is like scary it's terrifying whereas 7 is more just like this uneasiness mostly throughout but to just
1: ungodly levels in the beginning Um, Well, and the first time you get into the boathouse where Marguerite is oh, she's walking around with her little thing and then you got all the bugs and stuff. I need to go back and play 7 again. That's so good. Um, I
2: don't know. I think from a pure video game standpoint, 2 is probably the better game. Almost definitely the better game. But there's something special about 7 that will I think forever hold that special place in my heart. Um, but 2 is probably the better just the better video game. Um, that's all yeah. so you're number one i can't imagine what it could
1: be i'm it's obviously it's death stranding um it's i've never been more surprised by a game and i really really hope that you stick with it i'm not saying it'll be your game of the year i'm not saying that at all but there is something about this game that it just absolutely hooked me and and one of the 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 reasons i finally realized i was like no this is my game of the year stop fighting it it's like when i wasn't playing this game and i think i said this when i reviewed it when i wasn't playing this game i was thinking about it and i was thinking about what i had to do next and i was trying to figure out what the heck is going on in the story and 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 trying to figure out you know, is 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 this character really on my side? Because I don't know that I trust him, and I don't know what's going on over here. And what was the next packages I had to deliver? And I can't wait till I get that next upgrade. And it was like it, it it's the game I haven't been able to get out of my head the most. Since, well, God of War, but Breath of the Wild. God of the, actually probably more. I thought about this more than God of War because God of War is more just very my third favorite game of all time. This is, wouldn't even. This is not on that level. It's not. Um but like Breath of the Wild, I could not stop. It the, the last two games that I thought about this much when I wasn't playing them was the first time I played Metal Gear Solid 5 and Breath of the Wild. Like I was just like Metal Gear Solid V, I would be I just remember driving around and being like oh I could Fulton that. Yeah. I want to stick a hologram a par- uh, hologram a teleporting parachute to that thing and <laughs> suck it up and take it back to mother base. Um no game has ever it's my my ride with this game is so weird from my favorite e3 ever I think 2016 where he walks out on the stage and they show him from overhead and it's like the the stage is lighting up with every step he takes and the crowd's going wild and he just says hey I'm back and he gives like a thumbs up and then he shows the first trailer and i remember thinking this is not going to be whatever this game is he just he just had to throw this together in an engine to give a concept for what the game's going to be Everything that's in that first trailer with him waking up on, on the beach and he's it's naked and he's got the fetus and he's got his handcuff, all that made it to the game. Yeah. And I was like, he really knew, he really, like, he must have been thinking about this. As he was winding down on five, I don't think he wanted to make six, even if he stayed. So I think he was thinking about, what can I do next? And he must have already had this pretty much fully formed in his head. And then Sony approached him and he was like... Yeah, I'd like to work together. And I got an idea. And they're like, I, I don't know. What, but again, like Chris on Collins podcast has said, and I agree, like he, he said, like if, if he were an executive at Sony and Kojima pitched this game as a delivery simulator, delivery hiking simulator where you're connecting Wi-Fi networks. They would have been like, what the hell is wrong? And no one but Kojima could get the green light to make this game. Yeah. But because it's Kojima, they gave the green light, and I, I just freaking love it. Um, but yeah, no game has ever exceeded my expectations more. Like, I I was so high after E3. The, the next couple trailers, I was so high, so high. And then once we finally started seeing gameplay, really, like just over the last year, I think, like the first gameplay trailer, I was just Norman walking. And I was like, well, this is weird. Well, it turns out that's gameplay, <laughs> you know, because that's what you do. You walk, and you walk a lot. Uh, did you watch that video I sent you? There's some glitch where like, oh yeah, there was just like yeah. I, I looked up, I looked up how to. And that guy, Big Saru, is I found him back in the heyday of Metal Gear Solid Five. He is just I've never seen. He does things in Metal Gear Solid Five that I didn't think were possible. Like he knows how to manipulate the AI, and he knows how to, like he can walk right by soldier. Like the soldier will be like walking like this, and he'll be snake right next to him walking like this. And he's like, hey, hey, buddy, you are just walking, and he doesn't. It. And so I found out how to do that glitch. I haven't tried it, but. Yeah, you can go really fast across if you get it right. It's like you you jump and then you go like square triangle, square triangle, square triangle or something and it like interrupts the animation and whatever. Um, the story's awesome. I'm not going to spoil it because I do want you to play through it. Um, it's great. It's crazy as it is. And I know like you said, you have no idea what's going on. I didn't either. Um, you start to learn more. And again, once you get through chapter three and again, I hate saying, we oh, give it 15 hours, it gets really good. <laughs> But once you get through Chapter 3, which you can probably do in about 12 hours, if you're not diddling around like I was, which you don't need to. Just mainline this game. um, It opens up. You start getting the power-ups up. You get through the world easier. You start to get some weapons to deal with the people bad guys and the ghost bad guys. And the story, as you go on, it starts to make more and more sense. You think you know where it's going. And then it's not like there's a Kojima twit. Well, uh, there is, actually. There's a Kojima. It's it's not like a it's not like a Raiden or a, a snake right, kind yeah. of. It's nothing like that. But there is a twist when you finally get to the end. Um, that I kind of saw coming. That I didn't think I did. And then I was like, oh crap! Then, yeah, I was right. Um, but it's a great it, it's a great story. It's probably my favorite soundtrack ever in a game. And it's not just the Chavircha song that I can't get stuck. I can't get out of my head, and I just listen to just about every day. I love it. It's the perfect end cap to the game. It's so emotional. Um, The ending is amazing. When you when that's playing over the credits, I was just like, "Oh my god, what a what a freaking game!" Um, And I actually really did like the gameplay at first. the The funny thing is, so when I first did it, you know how you you first start out, you crash the bike, you're there. And then it's you hit the thing and you got to basically you make your way to the cave to where um, Fragile is. I was like, I don't know where to go. And I was super pissed because I was like, what the, what the frick am I doing? I tried to go like I didn't notice that there was just a very clearly defined walkway to go like under this yep. thing to go. this. I got stuck there, too. I'm like, I don't know. What am I? How am I? I kept trying to go lost. up and I was like, so I don't yep, know what I the hell the the same to same do. <laughs> But once I got through that, I was like, "Okay, you really got to do the scanner, pay attention, look at the terrain, and go from there." I loved the gameplay. Um, the some of the shooty parts weren't my favorite, um, but some of them were fun when you start to fight some of the big bosses that you've seen in the those big bosses that you've seen in the trailers and stuff. It is fun, um, and it kind of makes sense. Um, but I, I love just the basic gameplay. Like, I didn't think I would. Like, when I, when we got to, like I said, when we got to these gameplay trailers and stuff the last year, I was like, He's, you can, like, trip over a rock? What the hell's going on? But I didn't until I actually played it and, like, I just fell in love with it. I don't, I probably, I probably can't even say why. I just absolutely love the gameplay in this. And if it's, if you don't like it, I get it. Not you, the the royal you. Well, you too, but everybody. Yeah. Um I do wonder, like, what the lasting effect of this game that this game will have on the gaming industry. I don't think anybody's ever going to make a like he was trying to make his own genre of strand games. That's not going to happen, no, right? Because then you're just you you can't make this without just copying it. But it is so funny that like we've always just for as long as we've been playing video games, there's never you've never really had to worry about. The terrain you're on unless you're like walking into lava it is you know what i mean like you've never had to worry. like you just if you're walking or running you're walking or running like god of war when i run i run i don't have to worry if there's something under the snow or if the 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 slope is too steep and i might fall down or whatever like you're focused on everything else because you're supposed to be because they're action adventure games and stuff but it's like it's almost like resetting your mind to be like, okay, this isn't that. You can make it that if you want. Like, you can go right to the mule camps and you can fight these guys and you can throw your cargo at them and knock them out and you can shoot them if you want and you get non-lethal weapons and when you get the bolo gun, that's a lifesaver. That made it so much easier dealing with those guys. Um, but it's just like the, the, the total package of this game I just absolutely love. Um, and I never... Going into this year, I never thought Death Stranding... Well, first, I didn't think it was even going to come out this year. But especially as we got to know more and more about it, I was like, man, I don't know. And then the reviews came out, and IGN gave it a 6.8, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but then Metacritic was like an 84, 85, whatever it settled on. I'm like, okay, I that's fine. I think that's about what Jedi was uh, as well. And I'm like, I don't know. It's... it's I just love this game. I really, I really hope you stick with it, especially since we don't have we've got, like we said, two months till Final Fantasy. There's no other games I'm unless I'm just <laughs> buying games on my fifty platinum quest. There's no more games I'm buying this year until Final Fantasy comes out. There's at least nothing that I know of. Now if they just say Streets of Rage 4 is out next week, I'll be like, okay. I'm I'm here. Or uh Cyber Shadow. Those We know Streets of Rage is the first half of 2020, but we don't have a date. But other than that, I'm like there's some heavy hitters coming from march really until the end of the year i, I hope you're i hope you want to play it like i'm not going to force you to play it obviously but i hope you want to stick with it to see it through and see why it's my game there
2: see i'm torn because i i i want to want to play it but it's so I want to see what the big deal is. I just don't like the fact that it's like, well, yeah, I know it's not very fun for the first 12 hours, whatever it is. But trust me, after that, it's good. Like, Well, I wish I could if I could just skip to there. Then I'd be all in because then it sounds like it's just it's fun the rest of the way.
1: And it's not that it's not fun early on. It's more that it's like it's still the same basic mechanics of right. reconnecting the United Cities of America, going from here to there, managing your cargo, doing the terrain. but like even like even like after you get past about like you start to see roads, like you get access to roads. like when you get to this next area after actually that's in chapter three, I think the roads start. So then if you get a bike, and again, it, it depends on if you've connected the locations there because that's what gives you access to what everybody else has built. But if somebody's built a road, you get a road. If you've got a bike, you don't have to worry about like <coughs> trying to jump over rocks and stuff. You just you get on the road and everything is uh, um, battery operating in this. There's no gas. So if you ride on the road, there's a middle center line, which is really easy to stay on. And if you stay on that line, you don't use any battery power while you're on the road. So then once you get to the part where the road ends, you can be like, Okay, now do I wanna keep going? Um, or do I wanna just go on foot? Depends where I'm going, what's the train, blah, blah, blah. I will say if you when you come to water, when you're on a bike, if it's just blue and even if it's yellow and it's not if it's just like not a big gap you have to cross. I didn't realize it at first I would have made my some of my earlier trips easier. You can drive through that Joker. Really? I was just like, Oh crap, my bike's probably gonna just short out. No, you can drive right through and keep going. So hmm. just Remember that. But yeah, it's not that it's not fun at the beginning. It's just you don't have as many tools at your disposal. And be, it, I think it's really because you're in. This is what I think it is. I just thought of this. It's just because you're in chapter three for so long that you're like, oh my God, when am I going to get out of here? It's not really that the gameplay isn't fun. It's just that that stretch, it's by far the longest chapter in the game. And it's so early on that you don't have all these other tools. And you haven't connected a lot of areas, so you don't have access to a lot of things that other people have built yet. That it's just like, ugh, when am I going to get through this? But once you do, it takes off. Yeah.
2: No, I'm certainly not just going to give up on it. It's just, it's tough getting the, like, not since the, I guess, really first and. I'm trying to think if I've only played it one time or if that was over two sessions, but like, I think it was just one session because the first time I went to play it, I had to download it
1: install it, and I ended up playing Octopath instead. Oh, well, and that's the other thing. If you didn't... Because uh, I don't know if you ever... I don't know how you'd even know. But if your update... If the game had only installed, but you hadn't got the latest update, then the text size won't be bigger. So I still think that might... Next time you play, it might go, oh, God, thank God it's bigger now. It's not a huge difference, but okay. it is a difference. But Maybe. Continue. It's just... I want to get to the part where it
2: really gets going, but knowing the fact that I'm like, well, I got to put another 10 hours in and I'll get there. It's so tough to like, yeah, it's like, when can I invest a couple hours to start like just trudging through this so I can get, and it's like, once I get to the fun part, I would have no problem playing, you know, for an hour or two at a time when I get the time. But now it's like, I can play an hour or two of that to just be an hour or two closer to the fun part, or I can just play Octopath, which is an hour or two of fun parts. Like, It's tough getting the motivation to just get into it and go to push through this part. That's where I'm struggling. Yeah. So, I don't know. But no, it's not like I'm going to give up on it. I can't envision a scenario where I don't beat this game. It's just getting motivated to play it. It's like I have to force myself to play it Knowing or hoping that it's going to get better later on. It's- yeah,
1: and I think that's one, just know that there is a light at the end of the end. There's a light at the end of the tunnel that is chapter three, I guess is what I'm trying but to But I'm say. not even to that tunnel <laughs> yet. Because chapter two is when you start actually getting out of the world and then the ending to chapter two is kind of cool. Um, I don't even want to ask you any questions because I can't remember when some of the cool stuff. Not much has happened yet. Okay. <laughs> Did you get a cutscene? I several. Did you get the one with the guy when you're when he gives you a ride in the truck? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but I saw it. You'll yeah, it'll all
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's it. Our top ten games of twenty nineteen. This went about as long as I thought it would. <laughs> so we are not going to record verses tonight, but it'll be here this month, don't worry. Um thank you guys so much for being here. Hopefully you stuck around for the whole thing. If you did, you're crazy. We love you and appreciate you. Thank you so much. As always, you know, you can find us at nerd901.com where they're connecting nerds across the Mid-South and the multiverse. And always check out our buddy Ernie, the blur without fear, at youtube.com slash blur without fear. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at White. Together, we are at two-player underscore. <laughs> Was that a bracket? Dot <laughs> com. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's dot. No. It's dot. Uh, You know, Patreon, (laughs) Twitch, YouTube, all that stuff. Uh, We're on audio services everywhere. Drop us a five-star review. Make Dustin Star proud. I need to start saying this stuff at the beginning. I need to update my thing. Because when you get to the end, when we're just doing this, is anybody even listening? If you are, thank you. And Sue, are you still watching? Y'all know where to find us. Oh, we're we're up to 12 views on Facebook. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, whoever's checking. Or random people. But thank you so much. We're going to start posting this stuff over there, too. There's no point not to. It's just an easy copy and paste click the button what, what I said. click <laughs> the button that's it uh episode 165 what are your games of the years i should have said this earlier because you're probably not hearing it games of this year games of the last, last year. year games of 2019 uh are we cra- am i crazy for death stranding i might be Um uh, but yeah let us know what your game of the year is in the comments down below we'll be back
0: next week but until that time sean go ahead and take us out thank you for playing